Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a viral clip. Alex Jones on the Joe Rogan podcast, and I think it was uh, Eddie Bravo. That's the comedian's name, right? Yes. And uh, he says to Alex, "Do you really think that they're taking aborted babies, like you know, late term, to experiment on?" And Alex is screaming and ranting, yes, they had a vote on it's happening. And then all these articles come out saying Alex Jones is a crackpot conspiracy <laughs> theorist. And now we have leaked documents. And Yahoo News is publishing this. Yahoo News. Come on. You want to come out and tell me the media is biased? Sure. They've, they've republished the story. They're carrying it. And uh, University of Pittsburgh was doing experiments on fetal tissue from aborted babies, some at 42 weeks old. For those that don't know what that means... In the UK, at least, 37 weeks is considered full term. That's like a, a, a baby that could be born. You could do a C-section, the baby's alive. Mm-hmm. In the US, 40 weeks is widely considered to be a living baby. So they had aborted babies at 42 weeks and were doing experiments. I, I, I got to tell you, man, I, I read this. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely could not believe it. They were taking tissues I hope you're ready for this because this is, this is not for the faint of heart. It's not dark. for your kids. Huh. No. This is dark stuff. I mean, YouTube might even take us down because it's how, how sickening this stuff is. But this is news and it's being covered by a ton of outlets. And uh, so I hope you're ready for this. They would take the tissue from these babies and graft it to rats. Yep. Five-month-old aborted stuff, children. Man. Yikes. Very, very dark stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that. Um, it's not going to be a completely dark episode, you know, show. We, we, we do have uh, a bunch to make fun of Biden about. Yes. So it will laugh and, and we'll cry. So I hope you're ready for one of the more serious shows. Cause I, I, you know, I saw this story and I was like, we got it. How could this be real? Yeah. How could, how could the universities be doing this? And it's, you know, when, when, uh, you know, Seamus mentioned before the show, we're a nation of tolerators. Mm-hmm. When people are just like, Hey man, I'm going to, I'm going to mind my own business. It's like, dude, it's, it, what's that saying? You know, all that is needed for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. That's yeah. right. Well, let's talk about it. We are hanging yeah. out with the, we got a good crew. It's Friday night. We're going to have a chill night. We got uh, Cassandra Fairbanks hanging out. Hey. You have a, you, do you want to make an announcement? Oh, I got engaged. <laughs> oh, good for you. Well, Brad. Congratulations. Also, PETA kills animals. Oh, yeah. Those are my two general <laughs> announcements. Jeez. <laughs> that. Such a dark episode. Up and down, man. I'm laughing, man. Yeah, That's all you yeah. can do. Uh, we have uh, Ian. He's chilling. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming, Cassandra. Please. What's up? What's the PETA thing? Well, let's do it after the intro. Oh, yeah. so I'll, hear about yeah. I'll go into that. Well, we'll, I think we should talk about that after we have a discussion on what's been done to these innocent mm. children who were killed and used for scientific experiments. I'm Seamus of Freedom Tunes. It was funny. When we started the show or when we were going to start the show we were doing the pre-show i kind of had like a bit planned and some things we were going to joke about um to call back to last episode and some jokes we were telling then but this is just so dark that it Mm -hmm. kind of brought the energy down but i think that's important i mean there are some topics that i think the audience should really hear about even if it's not going to be extremely entertaining and the reality is we are a society of tolerators we don't build things and we don't prevent people from destroying things we just let other people act in our stead my grandfather fought in the Second World War, and after two years of battling through Europe, he liberated the Flossenburg concentration camp, and he was fluent in German. So he went to the local priest, and he asked him, how could you let this happen? People were being slaughtered 
near your town. You knew it was going on. You didn't do anything. And what the priest said was that the SS told him if he said anything or tried to do anything, they would come in and murder all of his parishioners. And I remember as a kid thinking about that and wondering, what would I do in that situation if people I knew and loved would be killed if I spoke out against evil? But here I am, and it's 2021, and we all have the opportunity to speak out about unborn children being slaughtered every single day, about human experiments being performed on completely faultless, defenseless human beings who were killed in the womb, about children who were killed after they were born so their organs could be harvested, and we don't say anything. Mm. And it has to stop. It has to stop. How will we be judged? We're going to get into all that. We got Lydia pressing the buttons. I am pressing the buttons. You guys all know that I am super pro-life. That is my hill to die. And I'm the one that sent Seamus this article that started all this nonsense because it's really bad. And I'm really hoping to open everybody's eyes a little bit to this. So hopefully it's not too dark. Hopefully we're able to kind of shed some light on it. Hopefully it'll be a good, pretty good night. We'll see. You know, we had a bunch of jokes. Like Ron DeSantis was making fun of Joe Biden saying his brain all, isn't all there. And we're all laughing and have a good time. And then we pull up the story and we're like... Mm. Man, this is the world. Dude, things have been getting dark. I'll tell you this. We got a lot going on. I mean, the military coming out in Sydney to lock things down. Mm -hmm. You've got the, the, there's too much. The Apple spying thing. They always try to go, you know what? I I, want to save that because I want to keep that in the context of what they're doing to children. So uh, go to TimCast.com, become a member, help support our work, our fierce and independent journalism. And like this uh, video, share the show with your friends. I don't know, man. I would say of all of the shows to share, this is probably the most important. But I don't know how many people are going to want to be like, look at this. Because I I was reading the story and I like, Seamus, like, what happened? I'm like, I don't even know if I want to read it to you. Mm -hmm. But we're going to do it. (laughs) After uh, Tim was reading the details, I had to to go outside (laughs) for a minute. My daughter was born at 36 weeks and Mm -hmm. she was a full person i mean <laughs> yeah well again i believe life begins I, I shouldn't just say i believe this i mean it is a fact that life begins at conception mm. but people clearly argue over whether an unborn child is a human i think it's a ridiculous argument but surely we're not arguing over whether a child that has already been born is human yeah. at this point but evidently we are and you mentioned that let's, children let's, 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 at 40 you mentioned 42 weeks well, i, got, I, mean, I got they to, induce labor at 42 I got, weeks. i want to say something about this so let's let's pull the story up right now mm-hmm. yeah let's go and uh alex jones was right Mm. Let me let me let me let me first give you some context. We have from Yahoo News: Government-funded scientists sought out aborted minority babies for research. I mean, on top of that, it's racist. What? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even trying to make a joke about this. This is insane. Researchers at the University of Pittsburgh received at least 2.7 million dollars in federal funds to study fetal organs and attempted to retrieve half their samples from the aborted babies of minorities, according to documents released Tuesday. Again, Yahoo News. The National Institutes of Health had overseen experiments on fetal tissue at the University of Pittsburgh since 2015 from aborted fetuses ranging from 6 to 42 weeks, or two weeks past what is widely considered to be full term. For the particular study in question, the grant request specified that half the samples must come from aborted fetuses of minorities, including at least 25% from African-American women, according to documents obtained by the Center for Medical Progress and Judicial Watch. Let me just stress, they say they were studying fetal organs. They retrieved them from some babies up to 42 weeks, and they had the nerve. Alex Jones, Joe Rogan war leads to conspiracy theory meltdown. InfoWars host says babies harvested for organs. Now, maybe that's a very extreme interpretation of it. What they're saying is, admittedly not much better, that the babies had already been aborted. 
So, you know, by all means, they can experiment on that stuff. But I'll tell you this, man. I'll say, I want to say two things. First, when the law allows a baby at 42 weeks to be aborted, then someone can go, well, better not let the living baby go to waste. I'll tell you this. If a baby is at 42 weeks, and, and I'm going to operate under the assumption, you know, I'm not going to give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe the baby was stillborn or something like that. It's, it's, it's an aborted fetus at 42 weeks. They could have performed a C-section and that baby is alive. So this is uh, beyond the pale. This is something. I want to know what women were carrying babies for 42 weeks to get an abortion to give it to science to use as a human guinea pig. Like what kind of person carries a baby for 42 weeks? Could it could it have been stillborn? Maybe like that's I, not I, what the I, article says. I, I know. I I don't want to believe that our country, that universities, that they're funding this stuff. I want to, I want to be like, maybe it was. Believe the, it, man. I know. Believe it. Stillborn is a type of abortion, involuntary right. abortions. Well, yeah, I mean, miscarriages are called spontaneous yeah. abortions sometimes, but oh, yeah, we're, what, we are, what we are talking about is children who were being killed intentionally and it, then experimented. It, we we on. know that a hundred percent. Yeah. They were, well, we know this because, um, there was an expose done of Planned Parenthood back in 2015 where they went in with hidden cameras and found that Higher-ups at Planned Parenthood were negotiating prices for the sale of fetal tissue. And in the footage, they were saying things like, oh, you know, whoever throws a price out negotiations first loses and making jokes about the luxury cars they wanted to buy. It was really obvious that these people were selling this tissue for profit. And what the media repeatedly said was this footage is deceptively edited. It's not really happening. But the organization, headed by David Daleiden, I should mention, was putting the full unedited footage on the internet for everyone to see, which isn't what you do when you deceptively edit footage to try to trick the public. Now, Kamala Harris really went after him and did everything she could to prosecute him in California, and then very Catholic Joe Biden selected her to be his vice president, and as soon as he's in office, he repeals the Trump-era restrictions on federal funding for experimentation using aborted children. Biden. That is our very Catholic president. That huh. is the devout administration under which we live right now. Now, we got to be careful. Uh, that story, Planned Parenthood was awarded a lawsuit uh, over that. They they were awarded $2 million. I know. Uh, I, I'm, I, I believe part of that was he didn't have their consent to film them. I mean, they were very clearly negotiating and haggling over the price for these unborn children that they had killed in order to sell them and turn is, a profit on it. Is it that it was edited to make it look like they killed them, but in in fact they had been no, I mean, it was, it was aborted by the parents oh, sure. and I mean, now... It, it was Planned Parenthood, right? So what they do is perform abortions and then they were selling the tissue after the fact. I guess if, if, I'll, a, I'll if say a mother this. asked Planned Parenthood to abort the kid, who's the killer? Is it the mother or the we don't, we don't we We don't need to bring the story up. We have a new story right now confirming. No, I guess, sure, sure. My point is that this is something we've known about. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. 
If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. Well, that the, the, the issue there is, if we want this to be clean and straightforward and be able to tell people, when you're sitting down for dinner with your family members who don't believe you, mm-hmm. and you bring up that story, they're going to say, oh, they lost. They, 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 those people lost that lawsuit. Mm-hmm. They were liars. No, it's, we have a story right now. We don't need to bring up the past. They're doing this. We have documents that were released. They are buying this stuff. Yeah, I don't care sure. where they're buying it from. Yeah, no, I think both stories are still important. Uh, in part because, again, the full footage is available online for people to watch if somebody doesn't believe you. I think it's an easy argument to make. The crazy thing about this is it, it like, I, I gotta, I'm gonna, I hope your, your kids aren't listening, my friends, mm-hmm. because <gasps> let me, let me, let me, uh, let me, let me read this. All right. For the particular study in question, the grant request specified that half the samples must come from aborted fetuses of minorities, as we read. Projects funded by the National Institutes of Health must ensure appropriate inclusion of women and minorities. They should also ensure distribution of the study. Ref- uh, the, the, uh, they should also ensure distribution of the study reflects the population needed to accomplish the scientific goals. Seldon said that one of the goals is to support researchers looking for treatments and cures for kidney disease, which disproportionately affects minorities. Seldon added that research researchers have no part in any decisions as to timing, method, or procedures used to terminate the pregnancy. CMP founder and president David DeLayden slammed the university in a statement on Tuesday. The NIH grant application for just one of Pitt's numerous experiments with aborted fetus infants reads like an episode of American Horror Story. Law enforcement and public officials should act immediately to bring the next, next Kermit Gosnell to justice under the law. Amen. The stuff that they were doing was, uh, was, was, was absolutely insane. Where, I, I don't know where we had that. Uh, oh, yeah. So I had another story pulled up. That was talking about the grafting of fat tissue, but I guess I can't find it. I don't know. Did it get removed? Mm-hmm. Or I, guess uh, I, I had a story pulled up um, about that here. I, I had some information about that here that I can pull up. That they were um, they were scalping five month old. Uh, please, I mean again for the faint of heart. Ugh. They were scalping five month old uh, aborted fetuses to stitch onto lab rats. Who said? Who is? Who's your um, this is, I, I have it. I have it. It's from Newsy oh. right here. Oh, okay. Gosh. Yeah. It says Wonderful. in one study published last year, Pitt scientists described scalping five-month-old aborted babies to stitch onto the back backs of lab rats. Oh, my they wrote gosh. about how they cut the scalps from the heads and backs of the babies, scraping off the excess fat under the baby's skin before stitching it onto the rats. They even included photos of the baby's hair growing out of the scalps. Each scout belonged to a little Pennsylvania baby whose head would grow those same hairs if he or she were not aborted for experiments with lab rats. Now, that's propaganda. It's a dead body. It's not Hold a baby on. anymore. Hold on. What do you mean that's propaganda? Being like, Ian, if that's if a child scalping someone well, to someone, a rat. I'm, I'm literally for reading all I know, someone verbatim. chose to abort that child, 
And now to call it a baby is disingenuous because it's, it's not a, it's disingenuous. A they they killed a baby, and okay, then it's a baby corpse, and they're so a corpse, and they're sewing its scalp to a rat. Well, well, you don't think quick. that's a violation well, of human well, they dignity find that, and value? They find the infant skin cells are are, are good for like stem cells because they're so young and vibrant, I guess. So they use like stem cell experiments. They use. Infant and that in no way justifies fetal, anything aborted of the fetal sort. That, stem doesn't, that doesn't justify. I mean, it's why anything. they're doing it with those cells, particularly scientifically. Not I just more. don't. I don't understand why it's propaganda or how it can because be they're like, if moral. this child hadn't been, then it would have been a glowing that's baby. A that's and like, not propaganda. You don't know that. That's literally Ian, a fact. How many weeks are in five months? Twenty ish. Finding from Newsweek from 2015. Finding that babies born at 22 weeks can survive could change abortion debate. Dude, this 42 weeks thing is insane. Premature babies at five months can survive. That, it's a 10 month abortion. 42 weeks yep. is when that's insane. <laughs> that's I think right. I, I'm Dude. in though the one trimester camp, and then after that, I think mm. it's murder. I think it's alive. I think it has a brain. I think it's a human. But in the first, you know, couple three months, it's still developing. Listen, listen, listen. It's a person. I mean, from conception, where else do you draw the line? Like yeah, I don't know. when the brain is formed. The thing I find the craziest about this is that this story is from May, and I write news all day for two websites, and I didn't hear any of these either. details about it. But all day today, I mean, everybody was outraged about Fauci killing puppies, which yeah. they should be. Right. But why isn't there the same outrage about literal, like, full term babies? Yeah, like, agree. This is, I mean, we talk about like that that infamous uh, group of of Japanese scientists <sighs> that you know they were recruited. What was it called? You was that Operation Paperclip? Forty-seven Fahrenheit. No, no, no. Operation was it Paperclip? Where they uh, Paperclips? Where they brought all the Nazi scientists to the U.S. Yeah. I believe that's correct. Yeah. Um, the Japanese camp. There was a camp where they were like Unit it Seven. Was unit or, Unit yeah, Seven Forty-Seven. I want to say so no Unit Seven sevens, something. I don't remember. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, science is a brutal industry. That's for sure. I mean, well, they, they used to rip people. Right? It's extremely unethical. So, okay. Like the, the science yeah. has to be restricted based on legitimate ethical concerns. There are certain things you shouldn't be able to do. The the, the Japanese scientists would like take a, a prisoner and stick their arm out of a yeah. door, like into the cold, and watch yeah. it freeze. Yep. And then like shatter it while the person was still alive in the other room to see what would happen to him. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. They, they say that um, what we know about frostbite largely comes from the Japanese doing research on live human beings. <sighs> That's horrible. I mean, people talk about the Nazi um, experiments, like, you know, and rightly condemn them pretty much across the board. And then we're doing it here. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're literally doing it in Pittsburgh. I- mm-hmm. Well, it, and it's crazy mm-hmm. because people, I mean, look, people are comfortable with things like this happening as long as they never have to think about it. Right. They can know it's going on. But if it's not brought up, then they're able to sleep at night for whatever reason. Yeah. And I know that after, um, for example, you know, the the, uh, Second World War, I mentioned this earlier, my grandfather and his unit marched all of the townspeople through the camp to to show them, this is what happened here. This is what you allowed. We have unparalleled technological infrastructure for communication. This information should be very easy to get to people. But the people who have, uh, you know, access to the gatekeeping, more or less don't want the information getting out there. And so even when you do have access to the information, people will shame you for discussing it. So I know that there there are some campus organizations and other pro-life groups that will show people what an abortion actually looks like, show people the aftermath of an unborn child that's been killed, and people consider that to be evil or cruel. The act of doing it isn't evil or cruel, but showing people a picture of it, that's unreasonable. What matters is no one ever has to confront what we're doing. 
We have to protect everybody's feelings. We have to make sure they don't feel guilty about what society is doing and about what the abortionists are doing and the fact that no one is standing up to stop it. The real crime is showing someone that they've supported evil, not the evil itself. The important clarification for the sake of all of the fact checkers would be people are getting abortions Mm -hmm. and then doctors are buying the the, the, the fetus. Right. We don't want to conflate it that the doctors are murdering the children and taking. It's like the, the, I don't the know. parents uh, are authorizing but they're complicit. this stuff. I mean, but you are complicit if you know that a child was aborted and you are well, let's, receiving let's, hold on, hold on, the tissue. Let, let, let's, 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 let's try it a different way. Let's say that um, you're a researcher and you need fresh corpses that are, you know, from someone who died in the immediate. And there's a guy who somehow just keeps happen to have them all so for weird. you to buy. Yeah. You see, the problem I have with this Amen. is that. They, they 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 lobby for a thing to happen and then exploit the worst aspects of it in, in one of the most horrifying and disgusting ways. Like, I don't I don't even know, man. I don't, I don't this this is making me think of like a um, industrial a- animal slaughter because they'll they, they'll not let people see that stuff either. They'll have like I got a problem with that too. Yeah, but also yeah. but nobody says and blood but, in the w- pools around. And that's all sure. bad. It's, it's all bad. bad. But they but won't let people. They won't let people take pictures. Yes, the and, right. but no the, one the, says the, it's the, unethical. They don't let you take photos of PETA ripping animals away from the sanctuaries that they're in, and they have the courts siding with them and issuing gag orders on people and um, not allowing any filming. But, and also, Ian, the big People difference like to is hide their crimes. Exactly. Yeah, right. Well, but, but I think there's another point here to be made because there's a significant difference when somebody shows me an animal being killed. Right. And of course, there are more and less ethical ways to kill an animal. But I can still say I believe that it's okay to kill animals to eat them. If you show me factory farming, I can say this is the wrong way of doing it. But no yes. one says it's cruel or inhumane or evil to show someone who has eaten meat what happens when you kill an animal in order to get that meat. But it's considered cruel and inhumane to show to people who are considering abortion what abortion actually looks like. No, I think people get mad at you if you show them the factory farming process. I, I think, I think yeah. there are some people who will get mad at you, but generally speaking, people understand that they're being provided with more information. I think most people, including people who eat meat, understand that factory farming is really messed up. It's really messed up, they man. Should, I've been yeah. to the farms where they have like the organic meat, and mm. I was so impressed. Mm. I t- I told, I've told this story before where the cows are just like, the door is open. There's no gate. And I'm like, what is this? It's like, are the cows are going to leave. And, and the farmer's like, where are they going to go? And I'm like, yeah, anywhere. And he's like, like they got food here. Mm. And I was like, wow. And so the, the, the cows are happy. They live full lives. They have food. It's all automatic. And the farmer just lets them do their thing. And then I've also driven past the factory farms mm. where the ground is sludge and they're yeah, all packed yeah. in and it's horrifying and it smells. I saw an undercover video at a factory farm of one of the guys. And, and what happens is people, either they find people that are already psychotic, no offense if you work at a factory farm, or people that are just willing to allow themselves to be okay with murdering. And what they'll do is they train themselves to see pig. That means it has to die. And they'll, they treat it like like a piece of wood. Like they'll pick up a baby and smash it on the ground till it's explodes its head and then they'll like throw it in a pile and there's like living animals screaming as they're getting hit they started passing these laws what are they called like ag gag you couldn't film the horrible things they do like dude i'm all about we're raising chickens Mm. i don't know if we'll eat these ones because they're the stars of chicken city so they might they might get you know a pardon but uh we're raising a couple babies and i got no problem eating the animals and growing the vegetables and we try you, you try and do it right you know, we're, 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 we understand now uh, some people don't eat meat because they don't want to cause suffering. They don't want, uh, you know, for me, I'm like, well, you know, I'll hunt and I'll eat, but we're going to do it right. We're going to minimize suffering of the animal and we're going to accept that this is part of the life cycle. But man, I've seen some of these videos where like a guy, I watched a guy like punt a chicken 
Just yeah, for no reason. What? No reason. And I'm like, dude, it's because it's, 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 it's mechanized. It's just shuffle them in. They throw them in the grinder. And it's just, it's horrible, man. It, it's really horrible stuff to watch, you know. And uh, I don't know what you do in that regard. People are definitely willing to tolerate that. But I'll tell you, when it comes to what they're willing to do to human beings. Exactly. It's like, of, um, why, why would I be surprised that they horribly mistreat the animals who are already living horrible lives when you can see what people are willing to do to each other? Exactly. When you look at what people do to other human beings. And it's no surprise that we have this unbelievably horrific warfare state where people are killed in other countries and the United States government will either do it or support governments that will uh, go to war and commit violence against civilians like the Saudi Arabian government has been doing in Yemen. Because if I don't have an obligation to care for my own unborn child and it's okay for me to kill them, then why should I care about somebody on the other side of the world? We need that. We, we, need- we will not have world peace for as long as we have abortion. We will not. We got... Uh- I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the root of this issue is. I know I can already hear many of the leftists saying it's capitalism. It's the, mm. you know, they cut costs, they reduce costs. And I'm like, I don't think that's it. People, people want and will eat meat. And you end up with these really nasty situations. And not to mention what, what goes on with factory farming results in infected meat. And then they put like, mm. what do they put like ammonium or something <sighs> in, yeah. in, in the beef because of the, the bacteria it preserves growth? preserves it. Yeah. I tell you this, Jack you guys, I have, I have been saying get out of the cities for some time for mm. a variety of reasons. Yeah. I've been talking about, you know, growing your own food and raising our chickens for a while now. Where we live, we can drive 15, 20 minutes and be at a farm. And there's one farm nearby. It's like self checkout. It's the craziest <sighs> thing. I heard you, you walk in, there's nobody there, and they've got, like, freezers with the meat freshly harvested from, like, organic field farm-raised animals. And you walk up, you grab it, you scan it, you pay, you walk out. Nobody's even there. I'm like, that's amazing. That's amazing. You can see the animals. We went to one farm, and the, all the goats ran out, and they were all yelling at us, and we were laughing. And the goats have this nice little area, and they're jumping up and down, yeah. and they're dancing, having a good time. And I'm like, they're living it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we farm. That's what we do. But they're having a good time yeah. while they're here. No, I agree. I agree. It's like um, the luxury of like European agricultural life being out here, but with the value of the United States like uh, product lines, like you can order anything and receive anything by delivery. But we live like in this awesome farm. Man, there's a lot of people in this country that don't care about anything, and that's what really bothers me. Mm -hmm. You know, because we 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 pulled up the polling data the other day from Civics and saw that among Democrat voters. They think the economy is doing yeah, fairly good. Fairly good. And among independents and conservatives, they say it's fairly bad. Why? Because those are the people that are in reality. Mm-hmm. And so I, I genuinely think, like, you know, you look at people who live in rural areas who tend to be conservative. Like, they raise animals. They take care of their animals. Yeah. They're not living in cities where it's mechanized pollution yep. and waste and factory farming. To get enough food into those cities is very, very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, cities can be great for a lot of reasons. I know some people are like, hey, stop bragging on cities. And I get it. Arts and culture can be fun. But... The, the difficulty in bringing in resources into cities, it's crazy when you go to New York and you see how you can't park anywhere. There's delivery trucks on everyone all the time because they got to get enough food in for the massively tall skyscrapers. It is not an easy thing to do. So they mechanize the process. They mechanize factory farms. They mass produce as much as they can. I tell you this, dude, when Alex Jones was here, there's another thing he was right about. And he told me, did you know you're eating cloned beef? And I said, no, we're not. We're not eating cloned beef. That's crazy. And then I Googled it. Yeah. We've been eating cloned beef. They clone the animals. Wow. That is mind-blowing mm. how awful all this stuff is. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I am a lifelong vegetarian. And yeah, you're happy about it. <laughs> yeah, no You've never eaten meat. <laughs> no. I mean, look, I got no problem eating meat. I mean, before I was yeah, three, I think I did. I saw Bambi and it screwed me all up. <laughs> my parents <laughs> indulged me thinking it was a phase and my stubbornness. I just never ate it again. I'll tell <laughs> you. Story. As, as like, a, are you vegan? Um, not currently. I've went through, you know, big like eight year chunks of being vegan. With but. You've been vocally supportive of anim, animal rights. Do you find that there's a through line with the abortion and animal agriculture? Um, I mean, I think that it's all terrible things that we're closing our eyes to. I, I think that factory farming is terrible. Um, but I also, I hate the animal rights industry also. Mm. And anybody who's yeah. been following me knows this very well. <laughs> um, my, I think my current Twitter name is Your handle is, yeah. yeah. All my homies hate PETA. All my homies <laughs> hate PETA. And I've dedicated my life to now destroying PETA in any way possible. I'm going to be meeting with senators next month and I am working on a massive project, um, including probably a documentary about the evil stuff that they're doing. But people turn a blind eye to it because, like a lot of things, um, you know, you have like Antifa who claim that they're anti fascist. That sounds so nice and yeah. lovely. And we all hate fascists. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Um, PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, actually kill more animals than a lot of these things that they're fighting. I mean, they got three chimps killed last year. They just seized six chimps from a very lovely sanctuary that I went and saw in person myself. Um, so I think that people are just, you know, they like to think that they're doing good. People will donate to PETA without looking into the fact that they've killed 75% of all the animals that come into their Virginia animal yep. shelter. And people will be like, oh, we're pro-choice because women have a right to their body and that's great and wonderful. Um, but they don't think about the cost of any of those things. Mm -hmm. They don't think about what's really happening, what these organizations are really doing. And I think that it all kind of ties in together in a way that we all just like to look away from terrible things being done. This is the nonprofit industry, you know. I, yeah. I, I worked for these fundraising organizations, and the reason they work is because you're going to people. And this is what I would actually tell people. You are selling hopes and dreams. You are selling absolvement of responsibility. Because when we would go out and we would fundraise for the environment or for specific, any, any specific like advocacy, we'd be like, hey, you're busy. We get it. You can't actively do these things. So let us do it. Why don't you pitch in? I worked for them, too. That's right. <laughs> and so people would be like, makes sense to me. Here's money. And then when I find out what they do with that money, I got really mad. I ended up jumping organizations like, oh, these people are bad. And then I realized, hey, wait a minute. That group was bad, too. Yeah. And then I realized, wow, they're, like most of them are bad. Yeah. Have you ever <laughs> seen Poverty, Inc.? No, what is I that? would just recommend everybody check that out. It's sort of an expose on the organizations internationally that claim that they're lifting people out of poverty and through yep. you know foreign aid and charitable works, 
improving circumstances in underdeveloped countries, but uh, they're more or less in it for themselves. They don't really achieve the results that they claim they're going to. It's a very good documentary. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I wouldn't be able to do it justice in my summary, but I would recommend everybody check it out. I was watching uh, Rogan a little. I watch Rogan pretty much frequently, and they, he had a guest on. They were talking about the homeless industry in California, and they get, I don't know if it's billion. Is it over a billion dollars a year? Um, but what happens is it goes to the executives of these companies mm-hmm. that are supposedly taken care of, and they make six digits. $250,000 salary, $300,000 salary, $400,000. So it's so profitable for those people that they don't want to fix the problem. Yes, as long exactly. as they're working on the problem, they're making bank. And this is why Thomas Sowell says never put activists in charge of solving the problem. They make their money off of a problem being right. there. Well, yep. Ingrid Newkirk, actually, sorry to keep going back to PETA. I'm completely obsessed <laughs> with taking them down. Uh, Ingrid Newkirk, the president of PETA, she... They brag all the time, oh, she only takes a $30,000 a year salary. She Look at this great human. She really cares about animals, even though she's completely lobbying for all pit bulls to be eradicated, yes. there to be no pets in human homes, in, including cats and dogs, and that she has personally killed thousands of dogs with her own what? hands. Um, but she is worth millions of dollars despite taking only this $30,000 a year salary. I can explain how this works. Um, I can't speak for PETA specifically. Mm-hmm. I can speak for other organizations. And I can explain to you. 501c3, you guys know what a 501c3 yeah. is? Nonprofit, nonprofit organization. It's uh, tax-deductible, non-political. And these are the organizations you oft- often hear about where they say, you know, your, do- your donation to us is tax-deductible. In certain circumstances, they will. And then they'll say, our executive director only takes $40,000 a year yeah, yeah. because okay. they are good and noble. Mm-hmm. What they don't tell you is that they operate a 501c4 Another kind of nonprofit, uh, 501c4 is also, uh, I believe they, they, that's the, that's the designation for super PACs as well. They don't need to disclose their donations. Thanks. It's not tax deductible, and that's where they pay the big bucks. So what'll happen is, you'll have two nonprofits, a 501c3 and a 501c4. The 501c3 does all the press and announces our executive director gets paid nothing. And what they don't tell you, because they don't have to, is that the director also gets paid another couple hundred thousand dollars out of the pocket of the 501c4. And when you make a donation, often you don't read the fine print and you don't realize you're actually donating to the 501c4. And then what happens is some of these organizations will take all the money in the 501c4 and they'll tell you like, oh, you know what? Because we do political work, we're not tax deductible. And then what happens is when they make $100 million into their 501c4, they give only but $5 million to the 501c3. Then they come back to you and say, last year we only brought in $5 million. Wow. And our executive director only makes 30000 It's well, I very I did diff- not know that. That's incredible. That's money yeah. laundering. Yeah. It's legal. It's legal. There, there are nonprofits. They're brilliant what they do. They'll organize like 10 different nonprofits. And there'll be like nine people and they'll rotate the board of directors of each nonprofit and they all circulate funding. It's amazing, this industry. What they're doing is pretty impressive too. They're they're going around right now and they're just trying to set precedents for future cases. So they're going to roadside zoos. They're going to small farms. They're going to all these different places where people have exotic animals. Um, And whether they're cared for well or not, they're going in there, they're suing them. They're filing ESA um, lawsuits against them, claiming that they have standing to seize these animals. The judges are siding with them, but they're doing it to people who don't have the money to fight back because these organizations are huge and they're mm-hmm. spending millions of dollars. And so they're setting all these precedents now so that they can go after the bigger people later. Um, actually, 
John Pierce, who you guys have had on from the NCLU, has a whole bunch of clients. He took on my friend Tanya, who had her chimps taken from her uh, by PETA last month. And now all these people who have been victims of PETA are coming out of the woodwork, and he's investigating their cases. Um, and it looks like people are going to start fighting back finally because uh, they're teaming up together. And I am very excited for it because I I am like furious about them. I want to I want to uh, ask you guys a question, but first I, I I'll tell you a little story. Mm-hmm. I was reading this in like a, I can't remember what it was. It was an old timey like law precedence book. It was probably like one of those magazines you read in the bathroom or something. And it said that there was an old case where like two farmers had land that butted up against each other, and uh, one one you know farmer A his dog kept going onto the farmer B's land, and farmer B kept getting mad saying get your dog off my property. And the guy was like, I'm sorry, you know, get over here, you know, Fido. And then one day, Farmer B took out his gun and shot the dog and killed it. And then Farmer A was like, you killed my dog. How dare you? And the court said, you know, property loss. Your dog shouldn't have gone onto his property. So he owes you the damages for the lost property. And I I remember reading that being like, my dog is not property. Mm -hmm. My dog is a friend. And if you do anything to my friends, which brings me to the question. If someone came to your home and took your dog and then killed it for no reason. What would you do? I can't say what I would do, or the feds will knock <laughs> on my door. Asking, hold on, are you? Are, is, yeah, is this? Are we talking about John Wick here? Yeah. Uh, is that? Well, let's just to? say That'd they made neat. a movie about it, which uh, ended up becoming what, what are they on? They're going on movie four now. Yeah. Because the dude wanted to be left alone, and some dudes killed his dog. And John Wick, what an awesome movie! Oh, I got a story series. here. It's from a few years ago, from the Guardian. Peta says sorry for taking girls' pet chihuahua and putting it down. Animal rights group pays family $49,000 to settle a lawsuit after it seized a dog named Maya, which belonged to a nine-year-old. They say, Will Berzerati from Virginia had sued the group for taking his daughter's chihuahua from a mobile home park on the state's eastern shore and euthanizing it before the end of the required five-day grace period. Zerati alleged PETA operate under a broad policy of euthanizing animals, including healthy ones, because it considers pet ownership to be a form of involuntary bondage. That's right. So you just kill the, the, the animal. That makes sense. Wow. Peter denied the allegation and maintained the incident was a terrible mistake. I'm sorry. I've seen a ton of videos on Reddit. There was one surveillance footage where you see someone actually run onto the porch and grab an animal. Yeah. Have you seen that one? Yeah. That's crazy. Have you seen the footi- the photos of PETA? Like, they're, they used to dump the carcasses of dogs into Walmart dumpsters and stuff. Huffington Post actually did an incredible expose. I hate praising the Huffington Post, but it was incredible. <laughs> um because they were just killing all these dogs and they had nowhere to put them. So they were throwing them in dumpsters. And the um, state inspector for Virginia actually did a report being like, how are you taking in this many dogs when you don't have any place to put them? How is this a shelter? And they wanted to shut it down, but PETA used their big lobbying money to to keep running. And they killed more dogs last year than they did the year before that. How many, uh, uh, you probably know the answer, but uh, Ian, Seamus, feel free to chime in. And for those listening at home, feel free to throw in your super chats with your guesses in today's trivia question. How many dogs does PETA kill every year? 20,000. You know, it's funny. I have no idea what it is, but I was also going to guess 20,000. 20, well, that is a full, uh, that is that is 10 times too many. It's well, 2,000 dogs and catch. Not well, necessarily. they don't sound that bad now, Tim. So that, right. that actually is only the numbers for their Virginia shelter where they kill animals. Oh, um, wow. They used a whole bunch of their donations. Instead of throwing adoption events, they used them to buy giant freezers for carcasses. 
Hope you all PETA donors know that. But um, they actually travel to Mexico as well, and they go down there and euthanize all the street dogs, and those numbers are not counted. Really? They also take, they seize animals from all these little roadside zoos and sanctuaries. Those numbers are not counted. There's currently a lion missing. They seized a lion from a, a, a rescue. Wait, there's a lion missing? Oh, let me tell you guys the story. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, so there's a, a sanctuary rescue in Maryland. The guy takes, like, exotic pets that have been thrown away that people can't care for care Is this for Tiger anymore. King? Uh, no. <laughs> Lion King. <laughs> he not Lion King. King. Way better. <laughs> but he... Um, Actually, the NCLU is going to be representing some people from Tiger King, and that's a whole interesting other story that I'll get into one day. But um, there's this place, and he takes, like, exotic throwaway pets. You know, people go get a tiger or a monkey, and then they can't care for it. This guy takes them. So he had two tigers and a lion, and PETA filed a, a lawsuit against them saying he was violating the ESA because the lion liked him too much. They said that it was too bonded to the caretaker and therefore it was unnatural. And the court sided with them, sent the lion and the two tigers to a, res- a shelter, I mean a sanctuary in Colorado. And now he went to go visit them in, I believe, February of last year. I could be wrong. Um, and he said that they looked terrible. Like they were in great shape when he had them. Now they look terrible. And now uh, nobody has seen him since. And so I actually called the sanctuary asking if I could get proof of life and because nobody has seen them. And this place is open to the public. They let people take public tours, uh, which makes, means it's basically the same thing he was doing. But um, they wouldn't. They told me there's no recent photos, but that they're supposedly alive. Um, and wow. so now he's, he's trying to get proof of life and nobody will give it to him. So, I mean, PETA, the things that I've learned in the last couple of weeks wow. have been keeping me up at night about what this organization does. Oh, I'm does. sure. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm definitely here for the PETA bashing. But also at the same time, <laughs> but also at the same time, I think when we're treating human beings the way that we treat them, I just don't think there's any hope for animals to be treated. You best to be believing in nightmare dystopias, Seamus. Because you're living in one. (laughs) It's true. You better better believe in science fiction dystopia stories. You're in one. Is it that PETA is is looking for animals that they think are in, like, rough situations, and then they take them, and but then they can't support them, so they execute them? Well, what they claim... So they don't believe that there should be any animals in human care. Wow. Uh, there was a lawsuit that they they were involved in where they said that no elephants should be transported to this zoo. They said that the elephants would be better dead than in zoos and being fed by humans. That was where the whole better dead than fed thing came from. But um, they don't believe anybody should have pets. They don't believe you should have a cat. They don't even think you should have a goldfish. And so what they're doing is they're going around trying to shut down all these like smaller sanctuaries who don't agree to play by their rules, don't agree to work with them. And they're taking them and they're sending them to these these other sanctuaries through our courts. It's essentially civil asset forfeiture, but through a private organization. Um, and it's a loophole in the ESA, which shouldn't exist, um, the Exotic um, Endangered Species Act. And they're they're sending them off to these places, but the, they're not considering the welfare of the animals. For example, with Tanya Haddix's case, they just went and seized chimps from her in St. Louis or near St. Louis. Um, these chimps were were bonded. They were a troop. They were in a huge enclosure that was bigger than my house. It was several stories tall. That's it was great. beautiful. Um, but they claim that they know better, and so. Uh, last year, they took three chimps from a sanctuary, put in a different sanctuary called Project Chimps, and 
project chimps got them killed because they put them in with random chimps that they didn't know. These chimps were older. They were retired from research and from entertainment. They didn't have the alpha ability to defend themselves. So they got killed. And then 22 whistleblowers came out against Project Chimp and alleged abuse, uh, mistreatment, filthy conditions, all kinds of stuff. And PETA didn't disavow them the way that they do for all these little sanctuaries that are operating all over the country. Um, Instead, they put out a statement being like, this is terrible, and continued working with them. So when they come in and they seize these animals, um, they're putting them in great danger. Um, And it's... Can I? Yeah. I I, I want to highlight a specific person, though. Her name is Mary Beth Sweetland. Oh. You know who that is. Vaguely. She is, uh, uh, apparently, uh, according to at least one website called... uh, Actually, let me just show it. This is humanewatch.org. Mary Beth Sweetland is best known as the PETA executive who vigorously campaigned against medical research with animals, even though she is a diabetic whose health relies on injecting herself with insulin that has been tested on animals. Now, over at PETA, they do, she does say that she's on, what is this called? Uh, Humulin, a synthetically produced insulin that's much more appropriate for the human body. Okay, I can respect that. That's from 2010, they say. But I will also mention that NewsGuard rates PETA as caution. The website fails to adhere to several basic journalistic standards. I... I know that this is... This they might. call it fake news. Well, yeah. They are <laughs> fake news. Today, I was fighting with the VP of PETA on Twitter because that idiot made her way into my mentions. And she put up, to, to take a dig at me because I've been defending Tanya so hard, she put up a press release about what the chimps and Festus. And it was a photo of one of the cages indoors that they use for, like, when they need to tranquilize them or when they need to go in to clean the cage. It's like a temporary enclosure. And they didn't show any of the rest of the property. They blamed her for things that happened 70 years ago when she's only been in charge of the chimps since 2017. Um, they put up this, like, wild – I mean <laughs> – it was impressive how fake news it was. I was like, holy crap. Like, if I read this, I would be outraged. I would be really fascinated uh, to know how these animal rights activists who are against experimenting on animals for the benefit of humanity feel about the kind of research we were discussing earlier huh. with unborn children. <laughs> oh, you know, PETA wouldn't care. Yeah. I really exactly. doubt they'd care at all. No, of course not. They might care about the rats. Right. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. so right. That, sense, yeah. that is yeah. horrible. You're so right. Wow. That's yeah. like the worst. That's horrible. But Humans. Are animals. I mean, we're, ethical we're, we're, treatment of animals. Care, Humans though, are animals. Yeah. It's, it's, but that was, that was believe, horrifyingly I mean, I dark, animals. but you were right. I know. We're definitely smart right. animals. So, Scientifically, we're the smartest animal. But do, here's, here's a question for everyone here. Do you believe there's a fundamental difference between humans and animals? Yes. No. Yeah, humans absolutely. are animals. I think absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I also deeply care about animals. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, you can still care about animals, but agree that like humans are superior. I once saw a very important film. Uh, oh. Talked greatly about this. It was called "All Dogs Go to Heaven." Yes, good. It's movie. Theologically inaccurate. I might point <laughs> no, out. no, great movie though. They do go to heaven. I won't hear otherwise. Of course they do. What? What's the loophole? Do you know what that loophole in the ESA is? That's letting PETA go in and um. So they're letting them claim standing because you can't just go in and be like. I oppose war, so I'm gonna oppose, I'm gonna sue Lockheed Martin and take all the bombs and decide what to do with them, <laughs> which was my fiance's great analogy here. Um, but you can't. That will be based. You can't. That will be can't extremely based. <laughs> but with the ESA, you can, cause they, what, what the judges ESA are for? claiming the Endangered, Endangered Species, Species Act. Yeah. 
So the judges are claiming that because PETA cares about animals, they have standing in these cases. What if we had like an Endangered Humans Act that could allow you to uh, yes, sue people for uh, mobbing people in parts of the world where they're yeah. killing civilians routinely, or like bombing civilians, <laughs> the, the, and farms the, and fishing boats, or aiding governments that are bombing farms and fishing boats? The issue is humans are far from endangered. That's all. That's actually, true. I did that back. Yeah, but, yeah. but I, did that, I did that back. Uh, humans are actually on a really dangerous course. Yeah. Yeah. So we may have there may be lots of people, but boy, I tell you this: if we saw like a bunch of chimps and one had an RPG, we'd be like, they're in danger. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we got nukes, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There, PETA is like taking people's homes and stuff now, though, and it, it's gotten to the point oh. where it's insane. Um, there's this guy Tim Stark. A lot of you probably know him from Tiger King. I was talking to him the other day. They're taking his home because they they not only went and took all his animals, but then they sued for legal fees, which he has to recoup, which came, I believe he was they were awarded $750,000. So not only are they getting these animals, they're getting almost a million dollars and um it's it's just crazy to me that like this is even allowed. But I was talking to him and he made a great point that under the Endangered Species Act, it counts they count tigers because in the wild they're endangered. And so the Endangered Species Act is supposed to apply to wild animals. If you count all the tigers that are in captivity in the United States, um, because they're being the ESA is being applied to them, they're not considered endangered anymore because there's like 10,000 tigers in the captivity or something. And so they're just using all these weird, bizarre loopholes to, to create precedent for future cases so that they can go after more people and bigger people. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's um, time for, for, for people of good will to uh, stand up, man. Huh. Yeah. We, we need people to become more more um, organized and more active. I guess the issue is that there's too many. Maybe, maybe, maybe the fault lies with the average working American who is, I wouldn't say comfortable in a sense. I mean, you're always striving and struggling in some respect, but pulled out of the fight in general. I don't think average Americans need to be involved in a, in a battle against Pete or anything like that. I just mean like all I of do. this. Well, sure, sure. Sorry. I, I just I, I see all this bad stuff that's happening. Whether it be the stuff we normally rag about with you know uh, with, with with critical race applied principles, and now with you know what's going on with these experiments, and I'm like, man, if people were just all calm, reasonable, mature, but active and and voice their opinions, this stuff would never happen. Mm. You can't th- voice your opinions. Half the things that people want to say about like the way that you would want to respond to people grafting dead baby parts yes. onto a rat would get you banned on any social media exactly. platform. Yes. Even if, discussing if every- it, even talking about that happening. Not only... And it's not even just about social media platforms. If you bring that up in front of people, they're going to look at you like you're crazy. And imagine right? if everyone did. Yeah, they should. Dude, you know, when, when, the what, fact what, that they're on, not is an outrage. The fact that that happened. And also the fact that the story broke a while ago. Basically, no one talked about it at the yeah. time. And ba- no one really knows about it anymore now. is insane. Didn't the U.S. order, like, photos to be taken as much as possible after World War II? So yes. Pe- yes. I remember that. There you go. Yep. And it was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Now people know exactly what was going on and what we vowed to never let happen again. Mm-hmm. So when when you see any of these stories as horrible as they are, 
How do we how do we tolerate any of this? It, it's it made me think of North Korea, Yun Mi Park, right. or struggling. So de- like in in North Korea, everyone's starving, so they don't have time to think about anything other than where's my food. I need to get food, and, and we, all and, they and do it's maybe on and, purpose. And we're yeah, and, not starving, and all we think about is food and when we're going to get our <laughs> next true, meal yeah. and how we can sit on the couch and entertain ourselves in front of the television or with our smartphone. I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, I, Joseph Stalin and Mao Zedong and all these horrific dictators historically did everything they could to pull people away. from from God with violence, it turns out all you really needed to do was develop your economy enough for nice gadgets to be put in everyone's hands, yeah. and they would just forget about him. And then they would let anyone treat anyone else any kind of way, and no one would stand up for the truth because no one would have developed enough virtue to do anything that was even remotely difficult or compromised their social standing. Remember uh, wall-mounted phones? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was watching a video on Reddit, and it was like high def, 1993 in New York. Oh my gosh! And I was like, "Oh, you, you, you poor fools! You have no, no idea what <laughs> lies ahead." I think the internet, for all of its wonders, has a lot of negatives to it because, for, you know, for every action, there's an equal and opposite. And the internet's an amazing stuff. Here we are, you know, talking to you. But it's like you said, Seamus. It's also it's it's man. It's it's plugged people into this machine where they've gone nuts. When when here's what scares me: when a regular person of strong mental fortitude sees dumb stuff on the internet they are discerning and they can reject or say that i don't you know i don't trust this or i'll research or i'll look into it more but when stupid people see it they just plug right in and say you got it mm-hmm. and they follow along with whatever nightmarish trend happens and that's the crazy thing you know i see a lot of people tweeting like i wonder how it went how 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 did people let it get to that point and you know throughout history it's not i'm not, I'm not talking i'm not talking about world war 2 because it's over over um it's, it's, it's cited so often. It's, you know, Godwin's law. But you think about any dictatorial uprising. How did people let that happen? We had a guy in here who was fighting against Castro when he was a young man. Well. He was, Castro took over, and it was like it was a revolution, and everyone was cheering for it. But then slowly and slowly and slowly, Castro kept doing more and more script things until he controlled everything. And it's like, how did people let that happen? Because you know, it's one small thing at a time. And right. I, I'm not going to stand up and I'm not going to say anything that might upset the people around me over this small issue. And then it just piles on and piles on and piles on. And before you know it, it's far too late to do anything. Ian, people having don't faith have moral conviction. in your leaders is so dangerous. Yeah. Having faith in other people. Blind faith, for <laughs> sure. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not that... Obviously, I want to have faith in you, you guys. Like, we're talking, I believe in you as a human. I have faith that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. But there's like a level up. There's like a... A diminishing return to that like you gotta believing that they're gonna do what they tell you whoever they are whether it's you or you like there's it's dangerous that's dangerous and if you if you authorize some sort of massive political power and you just believe they're gonna do what they say i don't like it well and i don't think it's so much blind trust in leadership as much as it is not voicing your opposition when you clearly don't trust them i think a lot of people don't trust people in power and I think that they know that there are very screwed up things happening in the world, such as the things we were discussing earlier with human experiments being done on innocent, faultless children. But they just don't say anything because Listen, it's uncomfortable, because it's unpopular. You're right. And I think we can also uh, lighten the mood a little bit by giving a good example of bad leadership and what happens when you have a population that just blindly marches behind blind leadership and refuses to accept it. We have a series of stories, actually. The first of which is that Ron DeSantis 
said to Joe Biden, I don't want to hear a blip out of you until you secure the border because yes. he accused Joe Biden of importing the virus. What is it, like 7,000? Uh, 7,000 in McAllen, Texas, tested positive, I believe. And Joe Biden, Migrants. this is the craziest thing. Biden's like, we're going to require all foreign visitors to be vaccinated. But illegal immigrants, it's optional. No, I'm not kidding. Literally, they're like, we'll offer it to you if you want it. But yeah. 1.2 million people. Wow. So, so Joe Biden responds saying, Governor who? <laughs> and Ron DeSantis had the best comeback. Because oh, I don't think. forgot who I am, too? I don't think. That's yeah. what I would have hit him with. Like, well, <laughs> he said, what else has he forgotten? Oh, my <laughs> <gosh>. Beautiful. <laughs> Good for him. I remember yeah. Obama making fun of Trump this way. Just this dismissive, like, yeah. who does he? That guy's nobody. He will never. He's like, uh, fortunately, I will be remembered as a president. Mm. You remember yeah. that? And then he you're missing the. Uh, uh, yeah. I'll be remembered. Uh, <laughs> I'll uh, be remembered. Uh, We're as at, president. Uh, Forty thousand people. Smart man. Yeah. Just and now there's a really funny article. It was like. It was from the Independent. Ron DeSantis's popularity plummets after Joe Biden says governor. Who? And I'm like, no, it didn't. No, it where are they getting that? I'm well, no, no, no. It's a, it's a spurious correlation. It's yeah. like his, his his approval rating goes down because of COVID in Florida or something. And then Biden says governor who? And they, they spurious correlation. Do you yeah. think anyone who likes Ron DeSantis was like, Joe Biden just eviscerated oh, This is just like when Trump told Hillary she'd be in jail. Right. I just can't believe. <laughs> that Biden, like, especially when this is someone who actually probably did forget who he was. Biden yeah. wasn't even trying to slam him. Yeah. So here's uh, Ron uh, Basambles, uh, guy. They got hairy legs. Governor. Corn pop. Corn pop. Check us out. Check us out. Check us out. From TimCast.com. Biden says 350 million Americans have been vaccinated more than U.S. Whoa. population. What I what I love the most. I about, thought we were up to 370. I thought we went what, to 330. You know what I you know what I really love about TimCast.com is uh, uh you know we're, we're we're doing our best. Not always. Oh, I was wrong. But I this title it. is perfect. We don't snark. We're not making fun of them. We're literally just stating the fact. Biden says 350 million Americans have been vaccinated, comma, more than U.S. population. Yep. We don't need to explain anything else. The news, it's right there. It speaks for itself. Our, our uh, uh, nonpartisan factual <laughs> base. I was right. going to say, our president ain't there, dude. No, he's really not. Well, at least we're laughing, huh? Uh, yeah, man, that's one lighter story. Gallows humor. Yeah. Well, but what do we do when you? He's have, also like look, a genuinely evil human being. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, genuinely that, horrible, the, evil. Just person. you guys should read Biden Inc. from Politico, where they're like, conveniently, when Joe Biden was put in charge of Iraq, his brother got all the contracts for building things Weird. there. Hold on, that's an unverified conspiracy theory, Tim. That's from right. Politico.com. It's an unverified conspiracy website. Oh yeah, I love, I love. <laughs> yes. I, they are. I mean, to they, be fair, Politico reported that uh, Ukrainians were scrambling after they had tried to help Hillary Clinton in the election, and you know, interfering. And a court ruled as such. And then later, Politico reported, never happened. There was yeah. no interference. And I'm like, Politico, retract your story. But they would. They had both simultaneously running. It was it was, it was was beautiful. It was a beautiful paradox of fake news. Yeah, Politico's that. funny. Earlier, I was reading an article on the Biden administration repealing the Trump-era rules against federal funding going towards research done on unborn children who were killed in abortion. And the article described the Trump regulations as very strict. And it's a, these very strict Trump-era regulations are being unwinded by Joe Biden. Like, okay. Like, he should just he, let him kill a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bit. You yeah. gotta, you gotta really, let people kill like, him a we're, little. We're, we're never gonna do human experimentation. <laughs> right. Never? Yeah. That's just let him grasp, like, a yeah. thumb at least. Mm -hmm. you know? Is it yeah. that people, the theory 
the the idea is that people are going to get abortions, so you may as well use. That's the, what we were saying, basically. That's They're probably like, their oh, arguments. Look at, all, look at all the the, the fetal tissue. Oh, no. That one's at forty two weeks. I mean, it's a living baby. But yeah. oh, wow. Remember, remember that South Park episode where uh, Christopher Reeves? Oh man, was horrible. yeah. I don't remember that one. So so uh, in the episode, Christopher Reeves is in a wheelchair, and then he takes a baby and he cracks it open, and then he sucks it dry, and then he stands up from his wheelchair. The South Park guys are are, are brilliantly funny. <sighs> The issue was, though, they were mocking the idea as if it didn't happen. As if these, it, it, look, obviously, Christopher Reeves never did that. There's nobody who's literally taking the babies and cracking them open. But it's, it's, it's an analogy, I suppose. I guess they were exaggerating for humor's sake, but huh. we, we see these stories since 2015. Well, and also, I mean, there, there, you can do stem cell research without killing unborn children. There are, I mean, the umbilical cord is rich in stem cells. There are also stem cells that they've been able to extract from adults, and they tend to be more effective in experiments than the ones that are coming from uh, children they're killing. I'm going to tell you, man, When once we get into the AI era, Ooh. all sense of human decency is gone. You think, I think you we're think, past that point, man. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. We, we, we're like, here's the thing. We're decent to humans who we're interfacing with. Right. But as soon as someone's out of our space, we don't care. We're yeah, complete dude, sociopaths. A True. robot is going to treat a human like we would a lab rat. Also, I, I, yeah, when the AI I, I, when the AI comes in and you get like an Ultron or whatever, look at what they do. We, we we talked a lot about China, right? How they just will bulldoze homes because like you don't own it anyway. It's a lease. There's no eminent domain there. They just do whatever they want. So we had Jack Posobiec telling us how like you know the the Democrats or the you know the U.S. politicians go over there and they're like you can just basically crush an entire residential neighborhood and build a highway and they're like yep we're not even at that level in the United States necessarily we have like oh well there's a lawsuit in the Constitution an yeah. eminent domain the Fifth Amendment you've got to pay you know et cetera yeah once you get to the AI air le- level they're going to be like the robots going to just in the in the flash uh, in, in the blink of an eye be like we need you know five thousand living adult humans. To figure out what, how X does Y or something, and there will be literal people just completely treated like cabbage garbage. They'll Do you think paid. we're gonna get to that point with AI though? You guys should because Moore's Law has been war. slowing down. Read which one? The Artelect War by Hugo oh, de Garris. Yeah, I've it's my heard favorite about that. book in the whole world. Isn't that like a really hard to get book or something? Uh, yeah, it's like a thousand dollars on Amazon. Wow. I will let you borrow my I was copy. Say if you have you. It's like a, don't you? It's yeah. that's, like a, that's like a third the price of a textbook. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. It's a lot, but it's. It's written. It's a really interesting book. This guy um, actually is pro robot takeover, but he oh. he does present both sides very well. Um, and they call it the Artelect War, where it'll be like pro robot takeover. So do you guys, yeah, so do you guys really you believe AI is going to get to that point? Oh yeah, definitely. yeah, probably. Yeah, but more yeah. has been bro, slowing bro, down. For all, you, for all you know, no, has it? No, they've started no, doubling we've up cores. About this. I mean, yeah, they, they start got, doubling up cores. Mm. What, you, just, what, what cores have been? Sold? Cores, cores. They started doubling up cores and processors. Oh yeah, yeah. Once, once more. Sixty-four cores. Is that available right now? Once, once, Soon. yeah. So once, once we hit the like Moore's law was like, oh, it's you know every two years it doubles. Yeah. And then they're like, oh no, the 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 it's it you know everything's getting too small and the electrons are popping in and out. They just started adding up more cores. They're also moving away from using electricity and and shifting to light in mm. in circuitry or quantum computing. Yeah. So but also, this assumes that civil society exists long enough for yeah. AI to be developed. It's going to be they're going to be paying women to get pregnant and just be there and giving birth over and over and over. That'll be their job. I don't think. Yeah. Why, if why, if there's that? an AI in charge, it will be harvesting humans. No, I, we, we've talked about this before. Humans are the, the AI. Humans. So there there will be untold cruelty because cruelty doesn't exist in the mind of the machine trying to find the most efficient end. But a lot of what would happen 
it, it, this is nightmarish. So first, we talked about algorithmic psychosis on this channel quite a bit, how people go on social media and then just get fed a, re- a rotating cycle of insane content, which makes them go insane over a certain amount of time. What people don't realize, you really got to look at how AIs develop things. They don't do exactly what you intend them to. YouTube yeah. made an, you, so, so, that's true. but, but uh, to be fair, AI and algorithms are fairly different, but just for a rudimentary uh, argument, YouTube says, here are the parameters by which we want this system to feed content to people. And what they were hoping for was Game of Thrones. Mm. Longer form content with high engagement. What do they get? They got the Incredible Hulk and Hitler doing Tai Chi and Hitler's head was on a bikini body and it's singing a nursery rhyme okay, song. Okay, but to be fair, I wouldn't, that's, don't belittle that compared to the yeah. Avengers, alright, bro? Like, that's really elitist of you to say one is better than the other. Oh, oh, for sure. But here's what it's I'm saying. It's awesome content. Apply that principle to an algorithmically run society in any yes. capacity yeah. or an AI that is incre- in, in, uh, exponentially developing. Yeah. What'll happen is, it's, it's, we'll have nothing but corn. And then one day, all of a sudden, like, everything in the supermarket is just corn and you're like, why? Where's the milk? Where's it? It, it just corn replaces everything because the AI was like corn's faster and easier to make. And if we make more of it, it's easier to make more at, mm-hmm. at one time. And then all of a sudden you have no resource. Everyone starves. Well, ex- I mean, so the problem with AI theoretically would be the same problem that we have with anything humans construct, whether it's an algorithm, whether it's public policy. There are laws. There's the law of unintended consequences. Anytime humans try to set up a structure to get a certain kind of behavior from a person or a group of people, they end up with something other than what they were shooting for. Sometimes it's successful, but I'm not sure if you've heard of the Cobra effect or if I've ever talked about this on the show. So there was, I I can't even remember the country. I actually, I believe this was in British occupied India. And there were cobra infestations. That sounds and right. so what they did was they said, we will pay people for every cobra tail that they bring us. Because then they'll be out there killing cobras. They have an economic incentive to do so. They'll bring the carcasses yeah, to us. We'll give them money. What happened was people started finding male and female cobras and starting breeding operations. <laughs> yeah. So they could kill the cobras, bring them to the British government, get money. And so the population of cobras increased. <laughs> there's, a, there's a story I was reading on Reddit. And they said that they, pro- they they programmed an AI to play Tetris, hoping to see highest level play, like level 100. It's going so fast. You can't even see the screen. You know what the AI did? Just quit, got bored, and the, started playing Mario. The goal, <laughs> yeah. the goal was to see, to, to generate an AI that could play Tetris for as long as possible. So what do you think it did? Pause the game. Slow. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's it hilarious. It just paused awesome. the game. Path of least resistance. That's right. <laughs> That's and so ML. we're thinking it's going to play, and then all of a sudden it pauses, and we're like, wait, what? Oh, man. Oh, got to change that parameter. So I'll tell you this. I think we've talked about the AI future where I've said, like, you know, you'll wake up, and your phone will vibrate, and it'll be like, free credit opportunity. <laughs> and it'll say, walk outside and yell. And then you'll, you'll be like, okay, you'll go outside and you'll yell. And then it'll go, accomplish, ding. And then it'll give you credits. And then there'll be another guy walking down the street and he'll be like, turn left here and, you know, uh, uh, pick, pick, pick up this, this strange object from this man. And you'll walk by and you'll see the guy and there's this picture and he'll hand you a weird black orb and you'll go, okay. And then it'll say, now walk three feet and hand it to the woman. And you do, but ding, you get credits. Cause what's happening is, Wherever you are and you're walking, the AI has found a, a method of delivering that object that it needs to a certain area faster oh. than you just going and doing it. So you're getting these random instructions you don't quite under, understand. Mm. The scary thing is, eventually someone's going to get one and it's going to be like, turn left here, and they're going to fall off a cliff. And then they're going <laughs> to into the ground and holding the orb, and then someone walks up and picks up the orb from the carcass Yikes. and walks away. Because the AI doesn't value you as an individual. Mm. Yeah. AI future, man. What if they code it in? What if they put, if going to have someone walk off building, then stop? <laughs> Remember yeah, when Apple good. Maps came out? Some lady yeah. drove into a lake, 
Because apparently she was... Oh my gosh, that's right. She was driving... That's a throwback. She was driving on the road, and it said, turn left here, and she went, okay. Oh, it's like that episode what? of The Office. <laughs> Remember that? No. When Michael drives into the lake, I think the GPS tells oh, him to. There was a... That's probably where that's they got it from. true story. Yeah. There was one lady who drove like 500 miles into the desert because it told her to turn right here, and she did, and then she went out of gas. And she's yeah. in the middle of nowhere, like, I don't know where I am. And because the computer told her to do it, she, she did it. The, Siri didn't like how she was talking to her well, lately. Can I just, and she's like, well, I know what I'm doing. Can I just stress, <laughs> this is GPS. This is not even like something running your life. Mm-hmm. It's literally just a map you can look at and be we'll like, that's it. bringing me to the desert. Yeah. I'm not going to go there. And go. people still do it. Yeah. Man, what do you think's going to happen when we start getting more and more robots to replace more and more of our lives? Dude, I had my GPS recently tell me to take a U-turn immediately after merging onto the highway when there was a, <laughs> when there was a barrier between the sides of the highway How'd that, that you can drive on. So, like, literally, it was just telling me to kill myself. People, did. <laughs> like, people do it. Sorry, uh, people do this pretty stuff. pretty rude. It's going to be uh, unfun, but... Uh, and then, you know what's the best part? I just went onto the highway normal-like, and then in order to get me off the highway and turn around, it like specifically had me go through two tolls. Wow. <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> like, well, I'm can... starting to think this is on purpose. On, man. See, that's the other thing, too. <laughs> does, your, does your GPS ever do weird stuff with tolls? Yes. Because I've had other people share similar stories. No, I don't, no, I, I don't, uh, I don't know if it's intentional, but... Um, it's you, Seamus. Yeah, it's probably I'm sorry. <laughs> we got to make sure AI stays as advisors and not as commanders. It's too late, bro. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. We're, we've already got computer programs that that tell us what to do with our with our day. Think about how much I got. I got a watch, right? Media. Sometimes I'm wearing the watch, and then in the middle of the day, it'll vibrate, and then it shows a little man who's like middle middle age, like a middle age kind of tubby guy, and he's like doing like you know, this or whatever. And going like that, and it's like time to get up, and I'm like, and Tim literally up. does exactly that. I, 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 goes, I literally like, does do. that little move. I've seen I, I, it happen. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like a I get up. Lovian response. It's true. I, I, the little man says it's time to start moving, and I get up and I walk around and I go outside, and then it gives me a, a little thing. I get an award. And it's I, like, I, bling, it's like, I actually job. downloaded the footage of the little guy doing that, and whenever I play it, Tim just involuntarily <laughs> starts true. doing the workout. He's been so conditioned. We'll, we'll, well to, because the watch says I have to do it. You yeah, know? well, you have to. You can't not listen to the watch. I know. I think we'll have to make sure that. Following AI instructions gives you reward incentives as opposed to punishment for disobeying. Well, but I think the reward incentives That's just Brave New World versus 1984, bro. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's more insidious. You trust it more when it's just a reward. Brave New World versus 1984. Yeah, do you want your your happiness medicine or your video game? Much rather have the happiness medicine. This is what social media is. That's what you're getting right now. I know. When When you're staring at your phone... You're getting those dopamine hits. You're seeing mm-hmm. the likes and the retweets, and you're like, "Oh man, you got to break that spell, man." It's ser- no, I'm saying like I am the first to admit I have a problem with it. It's difficult when you make any of your living on social media. You have this justification for looking at it and engaging with your audience, but it's really easy to justify an addiction that way. There's a really simple way to break the addiction to likes and views and retweets. Mm-hmm. You that? just need to have several million followers, That's get over a exactly, hundred million yes, views in a single exactly. month. Exactly. Once I get there, once, yes. but no, no, but in all honesty, <laughs> once there's nowhere left to go you lose all reward triggering from the entire system and you lose any and all emotion related to any of it that's what i'm hoping for to just lose all of my emotions related to my job but But no i I hear you like (laughs) i feel like if you hit a plateau that's sort of what happens it's it's not it's not a plateau it's like when when you when you've climbed the top of the highest mountain what do you do next you know eventually just like well that was fun you know we see all right but here's what i would like i know knowing myself i would try to expand in other things because i you know i'm already doing that i i work with other clients i try to produce videos for different organizations so i'll I'll always be like i have to keep sure sure what i'm saying is most people 
on uh, on YouTube. There's a YouTube depression thing that happens because views are seasonal, especially Dude, for, for a show like so this. That's so true. It's yeah, so, so the yeah. politics day are. So we're 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 a, a news politics. I think this is actually Tim Cassirella's Society and Culture, but uh, Tim Cat my, my Tim Pool Daily Show is news. So views go way down. And everyone right now is like, haha, CNN's viewership is in the gutter. And I'm like, yeah, but. I'm like, it's not, that's not it's, funny, it's, guys. Well, no, you no, no, laugh no, at look, someone for that. C- CNN's <laughs> general news, so their views shouldn't be this bad. But Brian Stelter's like checking. He's like, come on. Refreshing. Yeah, they couldn't break look a million views. YouTube they couldn't get, they, CNN couldn't break a million views this past that's rough. week or whatever. And so the point is, but it, we're in the down season. There's no election this year. There's no primary. So next year's election, things will start kicking back up. But what happens to a lot of these YouTubers is they notice their views are going down. They have panic attacks. Mm-hmm. They start freaking out like, why are my numbers low? This is bad. And they feel like they're losing because they don't understand. Break the spell, dude. It's not real. No, that's true. That's I'll say, true. I've uh, gotten what, better at that because they're like over the past year, especially, I feel like I've had a lot of like, it is a weird way of putting it, but steady ups and downs. It hasn't been all over the place, but it's like, oh, we're doing really good, and then, oh, not so good, and then really good again. And so it's gotten to the point where I don't worry about it too much, but I think it has to happen to you Forget enough. About it. it has to happen to you enough to the point where you know not to be concerned when you're I in those think dips. we just need to educate kids about this stuff before they get into it. Yeah. Well, I, here's I, the I, pro- I, Yeah. A, a, a couple years ago, it was like in May, and I put up a video, and the views were just in the gutter. And I was like, "Did I do something wrong?" May is, was is, bad for me too. Is 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 the video yeah. not entertaining? Like, mm-hmm. what's happening? And I was like, "Well, I'll tell you what, you can't win them all." Yeah. Right. So so I, I'm like, eh, you know what? I did my best. I, I shot my shot, and uh, I'll just keep working tomorrow. And I don't let the little things hold me up. Went out to eat, and all of a sudden, I, we, we went out everywhere we went was packed. Every restaurant, oh, every that's diner. Why? And I was and you guys like, like, guys, get back inside and watch, watch my, my video. video. What the heck? That, that, you're exactly right. <laughs> yeah. They were outside. Yeah. And so then I thought about it and I looked up. It had been raining the entire week. Mm. And so everybody was inside well. watching your watching your videos. Your views are good. And then the sunny spring day happens. Yeah. And all of the families wanted to go out to eat in the nice weather. I like it. That's what the song They're not at about. home to watch videos. It's a song where I come from, rain is a good thing. It's yeah. about a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah. like when people are inside right. watching the videos, it's good so for my winter me. works. No, yeah. It's then, so str- – oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I, I just want to mention one more thing because it's on this topic. We have not – you mentioned we should be teaching kids about this stuff. And it's so crazy because we have no idea how to navigate social media in a truly healthy way. And it's not just social media. It's instant connection and communication. So I was thinking about this a while ago. If you had some kind of universal PA system in cars, the way truckers have them, where you can just communicate with other truckers, people would immediately start killing each other. Road wage would get oh, horrible. Wait, wait, like if people, no, 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 no. Hold on. This, this exists. I know Tesla's starting to do no, it. No, 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 no. It, it's, it's like ancient technology, bro. No, no. That's what I'm saying. They could do it very easily, but no, no, auto no, no, manufacturers no, 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 no. don't sell cars where you can talk yes, to the they other do. car. What? Every single car. What? You're talking about ancient technology. A powerful enough broadcaster will, will, will broadcast sound from any okay, speaker. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I get what so you're saying. So you, you can literally, uh, if, if you have the, the broadcaster, I, I'm pretty sure that's illegal to do, so don't do it. Yeah. But if you had a powerful broadcaster, you could literally pull up next to a car and broadcast through their speakers whether they wanted you, wanted you to yes. or not. On, it's not an issue of frequencies or radios or anything. It's that the signal hits the speaker itself and sends the sound out. My point is Tesla's talked about implementing this with Tesla and truckers have it. But oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. infrastructure for actually talking with the other cars on the road next right. to you where it's part of the status quo. You're not doing anything illegal. We don't do this. And I suspect part of it is because that would distract drivers and it would also be horrific in terms of road rage. You think about the way people talk to each other on the internet when they think they're anonymous. Imagine when you're on the highway with people you never think you're going to see again. I think Just, it would cause a lot of problems. And that's a relatively you know, simple technology. You I, look at social media 
and how much that's affected us. And the fact that we were completely unprepared for it, and it was just dropped on us. We have you no know, rules for it. I, I, I want to say I feel really bad for kids today. You know why? Yes, me They'll too. They'll never know the joy of rushing full speed to the wall-mounted phone as you race your siblings to try and answer it it's first. It's true, Because yeah. you want to know who's calling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or and then like when running when the commercial break. When it, when it rings, and then it's your brother or sister who answers it, and you're like, who is it, who is it? And it's like a, it's like a, the bank calling, and uh. like, who cares? They're asking if I have time to take a survey. <laughs> now, 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 to be fair... When you have like YouTube TV or one of these networks, like you still run to the bathroom when the commercial comes on. So. Yeah, yeah, for that's sure. True, that's yeah. But, but I guess the, the other thing I wanted to mention is it's not even just social media. You look at the instant communication that we have with our cell phones, SMS. You have an obligation to upkeep relationships with people when you're not even seeing them that day. People will be upset with you for not texting them back quickly enough. In the past, it was completely normal to go a day or two without having conversations with people who you were close to, but now it's constant, and people will even be upset if you're not giving them space in your life and attention when you're Bro, not with them that day. I, I, you know, you, so, you know, Ian, I'm sure everybody here understands this. I remember it's like I'm a little kid, and I'm going to my friend's house, going to go see if they're home, walk across the alley because we know our friend lives on the, other, on, on the next street over, so you walk through the alley, go to the house, knock on the door. There's no answer, and I go... I guess I'm not going to hang out with them today. Oh. And that was it. Yeah. And then, and some days, some days I'd answer and, 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 and my friend's mom would answer and I'd be like, you know, is my friend home? She'd be like, oh, he's, uh, he's at the park. Oh, I'm going to go to the park. And I go there. No one's there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, eh, nobody's here. I got some at the park now by myself. <laughs> that was it. That was life. No cell phones. I caught the very tail end of that. Like, I, yeah. you know, I didn't have a, a cell phone as a kid or anything like that. Uh, it wasn't until high school. But Oh, the I adventures, remember, dude. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, just like going out to my, my friend's house Bro. or calling them on the landline, asking their parents if they were home. It's like Dr. Manhattan. You know, in, in Watchmen, when uh, he's, he's, he's at the final Antarctic Fortress or whatever, and Ozymandias has been sending tachyons to obstruct Dr. Manhattan's future sight. And then he says, you know, he's like, I want to thank you. I'd almost forgotten the joy of not knowing. <laughs> Bro, before the internet, before cell phones, life was an adventure. You didn't know where you were going or why you were going there. We'd like walk down the old freight tracks and then find like an old abandoned shipping yard. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. Now it's like the map just shows you the whole time and you're yeah. like, I knew that was there. It's not fun. Yeah. No, I miss no it. No adventure. I miss it. But I'm sorry, Cassandra, you were going to say something. Oh, it's okay. It's not relevant anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah. Just say it. I want to hear it. It's okay. Are you sure? We're, yeah. Okay. We're what, way past that When did now. you get internet for the first time? Um, I had it in elementary school at my grandparents' house. I would go on AOL dial-up. Oh, my God. <laughs> my favorite noise. AOL. Yeah. Yeah. We had CompuServe I would do all DOS. the true Bro, we had CompuServe, too. <laughs> on DOS? Not on DOS, yeah. bro. What, did you, what, do you, what do you know? Nothing. Nothing, see, I, I guess. I, I, I'm that old. My, um, I don't not know my, my Asian family was very technologically advanced. I see that, yeah. Yes. Well, let me tell you about my Irish family. Not super technologically yeah. advanced. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> very technologically advanced. What do you think I was going to say? Some kind of offensive stereotype <laughs> i'll have none of it i'll have none of it timothy i was going to mention whiskey or i'll something. have nothing I i'll have none of it i thought, I thought mr. You were gonna, <laughs> mr timothy cast i thought I you were not... going to say that your family were prestigious and uh well-renowned distillers of fine yeah whiskeys and... not drunks at all <laughs> excuse me tim that's extremely i'm also offensive. irish that's yeah. yeah he can make some of these jokes i guess some i like that i like that family guy but joke. your passing is non-irish you know so like you don't yeah. understand the oppression <laughs> that's true. that we I know, deal I with yeah. i like the family guy joke where it's like like he land that the plane lands in Ireland and there's beer bottles in the runway, and then <laughs> oh, yeah. he says something like, it's "You know, Ireland." Per he, he's like, "Ireland was a very different place before the invention of alcohol," and then it flashes back to like, but it's actually a futuristic society with flying cars. Yeah, and the scientist comes in and he's like, "Look, they invented out whiskey," and they all right. start beating each other up. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not true though. The the stereotype of Irish as being drunk has never been true. That's never no. been true. It was yeah. a propaganda thing. 
Patty I White promise. No, I've really never was. even met. I've never met an Irish person with a drinking problem once. It's true. I've neither. Not one Are of you them. Lying. I, I've never met an Irish person who BS'd either, Tim. <laughs> never. It's, it's not even a thing. I'm I don't, never. dude. I'm going to be honest. There is a lot of truth to that stereotype. Yeah. There's a lot of truth to the stereotype of Irish people there. drinking a lot. Yeah, I'm, the, I, I got to be real. The paddy wagon. I don't. Famous. I don't know what PC nonsense you've been hearing, but it's it's a thing. It is so. Uh, Britney Spears is Catholic. Britney Spears is Catholic. Yes, yeah. what? this is incredible. I, I knew that as soon as we brought it up. Seamus was going to be like, "Oh, yes. he's going to start high fiving everybody." Are yeah. like, we oh, got a white pill today? I'm actually really happy to hear this. No, I'm really happy to hear this. Uh, I learned about it on social media the other day and lamentably never brought it up on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know why. What, what happened? She have a, like a, she just posted about how she's Catholic now and she just got back for mass. So good for her. What? I'm wow, very happy cool. for her. Yeah, I really, I'm very happy I, I really for do her. think that is that that is good for her, especially everything yeah. she's been through Poor with lady. her family and yeah. all this insanity. I've been playing a lot of rim world and in the game if you put someone in like a dark cage and they have a, a, br- a psychotic break sometimes they'll have a shift of faith thanks buddy and they'll start having <laughs> thanks <laughs> so maybe that's what wow. she maybe that's what she just experienced I, wow. i've got to say i support the free britney movement and stuff yeah. i think that you know what's happened to her is terrible Me too. but i've been so frustrated watching republicans like clamor to defend Britney Spears when we have political prisoners who are sitting in jail since January 6th. We have Julian Assange sitting in prison. We have all these political prisoners and they're like free Britney guys. Yeah. I, but I think like, that's fair. Well, no, well, but I, I think that's can, fair can we because just, we're, I mean, we're like we were talking about like unborn children being killed, but then also you care about animal rights. I think, I think the unborn children thing is significantly more important, but that doesn't mean it's wrong for you to be as informed as you are about PETA. I remember back in 2018 when I said Republicans were too stupid to deal with social media censorship to save their own careers. Also, and true. like all these yeah. Republican voters are like, yes, hmm. like the Republican Party. What do they do? Nothing. It's it's, it's amazing. It's Nothing. like Ilhan Omar can come out and, and word vomit all over a group of people, and then the Democrats are like, well, now let's not be too hasty. Mm. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene posts something before getting elected, and they're all like, let's strip her of her her committees and and punish her because the Republicans are losers. Yeah, there's like there's a couple of them. You know what's funny? Yeah. I was I was thinking about Rhino, like. You know, people call him Rhino. Yeah, part. Republicans in name only. But they, but they'll say like, "Oh, Mitch McConnell's a Rhino." I'm like, "No, he isn't. He's exactly the Republican Party." Oh, it's bro, that's so true. Rand Paul, oh. Thomas Massey, they're He's the ones who rhino. stand out. Yeah. That's very true. They're, no, they're, you're they're, right. You're right. I got to give that to you. That's yeah, they're true. the ones who are like, "This was our path in to actually uh, affect real positive change." The Republican Party doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. They just, I don't know, sit in their hands. <laughs> Yeah, and then they attack the ones who do try to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the crazy they're the, they're thing. The, they're the, 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 you know, we, we like to say that they're the speed bump for the Democrats, but they're more like the gatekeepers, mm-hmm. making sure that nobody gets in the way and allows the Democrats to do whatever they want. Yes, exactly. Welcome to the Uniparty. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the thing, too, because a lot of people I know on the left tend to not like the Democratic Party either. I basically don't know anyone who likes their political party, I, I agree. frankly. <laughs> uh, and maybe that's just because I wouldn't hang out with someone I, who did like their political I got, party. I, but, but, and so uh, it's a sampling uh, bias. But, 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 uh, uh, libertarians. Libertarian party. Libertarians know? don't like the LP. They've been libertarians pretty... Libertarians no, hate on. each back other. To, back I know, when, back I know. when I was libertarian, I hated the LP the whole time. I do. I, I'm not a fan. But the Mises Caucus. Exactly. Yes. Dave Smith. They're the only good thing mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Watch it. Watch it. Watching Dave, Dave Smith, Smith and their pro-life. Dave watching Smith's Dave Smith on Fox News is just amazing when, when he debates leftists. No, and they're like, Donald Trump. And he's like, I didn't vote for him. Yeah. I don't like him. I, I love it. He's when like, he was, I think Trump is a war criminal. Yes, he yeah. says it all the time. He's <laughs> like, yeah, he does. he does. They can't. These tribalist established people can't handle it. They're like, I don't. You, you, you're clearly a Trump supporter. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. They're libertarian. We're not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying. Yeah. that That's actually given me some, uh, you know. 
I don't know, white pill, I guess you can call it. But I guess the bigger question is whether or not the Libertarian Party can pull off any victories. <laughs> I really think it would be an incredible thing if we had at least one Libertarian Party candidate in the in in the House or something like that. that that's my point. I don't really... I don't really want them in – well, it, it's complicated. Here's the thing. I've said this before. My whole voting strategy is vote for the most pragmatic pro-life candidate possible. And it gets difficult when the Libertarian Party is involved at a national election and they split up the vote. But honestly, I think local elections are unbelievably important, if not more important. And if you got a pro-life Libertarian, again, even though I don't consider myself Libertarian anymore, oftentimes they're going to be a better option than a Republican. Now, of course, again, you get into this issue of splitting up the vote, but that's not always the case. I that, you it don't depends. Like libertarians. I don't. So Would you I don't big like L libertarians. Yeah, no, I don't that, like libertarians at all. So I what, think so, that they they're. They're good on foreign policy and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But right. we have a massive crisis with the culture domestically right Amen. now. And they're like, let people be as degenerate as they want. No, Some of them it's are like fine. that. The Hoppians, though, and Drag the Mises Queen Caucus. Drag story hour. Yeah. yeah. Like, as far as I'm aware, the Hoppians and like the Mises Caucus people are not like that. Yeah, Again, I'm not libertarian the, anymore. Yeah, but. I support the, the Mises Caucus. What's the difference? That, 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 well, so... In general, I'm not a fan of libertarians. Basically, the libertarian party is a disaster. Yeah. And then yeah, some sane libertarians came out and they were like, we're going to form a caucus because we're not insane. Mises is a guy, right? Yes, Ludwig von Mises. So, um. yes, the, uh, I think too much of libertarianism, it's, 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 it's that meme of the fox, right? You know, the yeah. scraggly looking <laughs> fox and it's like, that's what liber libertarian ideals is the beautiful fox. And right. The, the candidates all like, are all like scraggly and weird. The majority of them are open borders. Yep. They support allowing things like drag queen story hour. The, I've seen a lot of them supporting CRT, and I mean, yeah, yeah those people, did. those people are idiots. Yeah, like yeah. you're great on foreign policy, cool, but like we have some problems else? here right now. So I hear you. Eh. Yeah, but but you can be libertarian and be opposed to those things, and that's the problem with libertarians. They ruined libertarianism. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, yeah. the, the party, mean. the party that's itself, true. the party is garbage. It's terrible. Yes. So if you guys what? want, like, Libertarian Party people elected, I have to r disagree. No, well, that's what I'm no, saying. If no. you had good people, like, like from the Mises Caucus in the party who are actually going to stand up against the federal government when they try to impose these lockdowns on their county, which I think Libertarians in the Mises Caucus would be far more likely to do than Republicans, then I would say, okay, that's a good person to vote for. Yeah, but yeah. if we're talking about these sort of milk milk toast people who are in favor of garbage like CRT and say, Drag Queen Story Hour is just a right. Yeah, you have a right, right to, like, force Did your perversion onto children. That's didn't some dude yeah. take his clothes off on stage? Like yes, yeah. yes, yep, yep, that did happen. That was good. What that, is this? That yeah. indeed occurred. Can we get sane, liberty-minded individuals? Well, we, we we do, I think, with Mises Caucus. But, yeah, I think um, the problem is there are a lot of anarcho-capitalists. They're absolutely on, on board with all that stuff. Not that they're on board with it. No, because I don't think Smith care. is an ANCAP. Yeah, they're like, really Dave weird Smith about the ANCAP. age of consent stuff, too. I, really? like, really don't like them. I don't know. You can be on the libertarian spectrum and want individual freedoms and liberties while recognizing we need standards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, we, I don't, I don't want the idea of the scraggly, degenerate, you know, fox, libertarian yeah. ruining the idea of respecting individual liberties and mm. being on the liberty side. Mm. You know, the problem is people who are for liberty tend to be more individualist. And don't organize. Yep. Mm. They're like, leave me alone. I'll do my thing. And then what happens? Right. Everything goes insane yep. and the lunatics take they over. They often don't get into politics. I can't yeah. bring myself to do it. I think it's technology is the way. If you really are a liberty-minded, sane individual, you should be building technology that will help solve, like, social media algorithm problems, you know, shipping and, and uh, materials so that we can get drone deliveries organized all over the world. We're not going to write our way out of this with politics. 
I ate an People MRE are getting earlier. Brought. What's that? I had an MRE earlier. How was it? It was pretty good. Salty. People were eating yeah, them last it was really night salty. too. Yeah, because they're because they're fun. It's like lunchables for adults. <laughs> did you eat one last night too? Um, I think I think I well, maybe Dude, I did. Did I? Sodium, it was like an dude. open one on the bar. I may have. Yeah, it's a lot of. Yeah, sodium. I had tuna. I had tuna. The tuna one's good. What made like you a real think, tuna. What made you think of it? I don't know. I just burped. Oh, oh my gosh. I was like, yeah. Like That's good. That means you're digesting Thanks, something. <laughs> hey, earlier when I said that uh, psychotic break can make you have a, a, a crisis of faith, I wasn't saying that it's psychotic no, no, to be I, Catholic. I, I, I was being, I was being sardonic. I'm saying that when it, people go sure. through psychotic breaks, they they have shifts of faith sometimes. No, and I maybe think that Brittany, for sure, who's been yeah. locked sure, yeah. up and going insane, all of a sudden had a crisis of faith. That can happen, or, or maybe her faith was like faith was something she needed to get through that. Yeah, maybe because she wasn't Catholic before, right? Now she is. Is that the story? I mean, she, she was Christian. She she may have yeah. been a lapsed Catholic or something like no, that. No, she but was. She, uh, she Baptist, also said she said I'm Catholic now, not like I'm taking my faith seriously. Hmm. Or so uh, I, I assume she was not Catholic before. Good maybe for her. maybe we need to start yeah. thinking about things more like Vermin Supreme did. <laughs> yeah, let's go deeper yes. on that. Of just like absurdity to challenge yeah. the system. Yeah. Organized absurdity. Organized absurdity. I like this idea. Yeah. I like the Andy Kaufman. It's called government. It already exists. It's called the DNC. So, so here's a funny thing. Like uh, Antifa used to be just just be called the Black Block, and it was a nebulous term to ref. It was a, it was just a reference to the group of people who all wear you know all black and go around smashing stuff, which is basically what we call Antifa now. And there were a lot of people like trying to figure out how do you deal with that. They're like, what's a, what's a counter to this? Because if you show up and like into a fight with them, they'll call you far right or whatever. And I was like. Boom. Clowns. Yes. Clown block. Show up oh, yeah. just for the sake of entertainment to dance and sing and play music and clap and, and do. Uh, that's how you diffuse the violence from these extremists. I just got a unicycle. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Breathing fire. You, just get the, the, the <laughs> horns. <laughs> Imagine this. Imagine this. Antifa's going like, we're going to burn And they're all smashing and screaming. Imagine that. And then, like, you know, the right-wing groups show up, and they're fighting, and they have shields, and there's the news. It's like, oh, no, there's clash in the street. Imagine instead a bunch of clowns showed up, and they were they came with flowers, and they were dancing and happy, and they were getting in the way of the extremists, and they were going in between the black block. How are you going to say a bunch of clowns are the bad guys when they're there with flowers, and they're laughing and playing music and dancing, and everyone's just like, it breaks that violence apart. I, I honestly, I got to say, I think that could stop a riot. You see Antifa going out there and they're smashing windows and screaming, sending the clowns. Man. You know what else would stop a riot? If Police? we put all these people back in a, into asylums, I bring back asylums. That's a good point, too. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm a big fan of exile because it's a personal thing, right? Like if, some, if, 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 they came, if, if society came to me and said, what you're doing is wrong and we want to lock you up for it, I'd be like, can I take a boat and just go off and do my own thing? Because I'd rather do that. I'd rather risk my own yeah, know, survival. I wonder about myself. that. I think they mm-hmm. banished uh, Lenin from Russia or from Soviet Union and they banished Napoleon from France but they both came back like worse than ever Napoleon <laughs> came back and started another war yeah. and then and so did Lenin came you back know I, I was thinking about this I'm like what would we do for like healthcare reform and prison reform and I was like we should totally get rid of our prisons as we know it and maybe just create like um, what do they do in Norway it's like an island yeah it is they put everyone on, on an island interesting and then like you get limited resources and you're basically responsible for yourself and I think there was a study that said they actually found that it eliminated the criminal tendencies because people started working together to survive. Good for them. And, it, you know, I'm like, maybe that's a better way to do it. Instead of having people in these institutionalized, you know, penitentiaries where they're not actually being re- rehabilitated, they're being institutionalized. We let people, you know, we, we obviously monitor their health and safety. We don't, we're not sending people to an island to just starve to death. But it's like your day is your day. You're responsible for yourself. 
you can't leave, we won't let you, but you're free to roam as you please, and there would be housing. And then it's just like, there, there you go. We've, we've removed the threat from society, and now you're off over there doing whatever you want. I like it. I think they would form like militias and, and abuse with and, no weapons and yeah, they're surrounded by the, walls. Are they allowed to like throw the pedophiles off the buildings or what what's the deal? Like do they have police? No. No. Like no prison guards? I'm just wondering. That could be bad. Curious. <laughs> Maybe Sorry. But look, bro, it's if, cannibalism. If you're, if, you're a, if you're a violent criminal, no, there there would be food. They would give them food. If you're a violent criminal, then through due process you lose some rights. You lose many of your rights. And I think why should we spend so much money locking them in these big facilities, desperately trying to contain the threat instead of being like, you have forfeited, you know, the social contract and we're going to send you over there and you can go do whatever you want. Just not here with us. Yeah. I think a prison a exacerbates the problem a lot right. of times. They go sit there with other criminals in, in a yeah. violent environment. What if we make them and hear me out, you know, they're, they're in these tunnels and they stand on this pedestal that raises them up. And then there's, you know, 20, 23 other people uh-huh. and there's in the middle a bunch of weapons and they're in this big dome yes. and then the countdown happens and then whoever survives in the end wins and is called the victor. And, and then they we get do that every year. And they get society. I'm kidding, by the way. That's you earn your freedom. Yes. If you kill the most people, you earn your freedom. Oh, Bro, that's gosh. like the movie Gamer. You've seen Gamer? Oh, yeah, I've never seen good. it. No. Yeah. Hot action. Yeah, I like that movie with um, Gerard, Gerard Butler. Is that his name? That's the dude from 300. Is it? Was that yeah, yeah, He's yeah. amazing. Butler. Yeah, that movie was cool. He's one like, of my favorite actors of all time. Oh, they're bringing Dexter back. <gasps> oh, yeah, they're, they're filming it in Massachusetts. Whoa. I'm kind of excited for that because Dexter was awesome, but was it like ended. You know but I mean? the ending was bad. Yeah. Okay. So Better I'm kind ending. of okay with the new new ending. Did you see Suicide Squad? No, because I am very still upset about yeah, the, su- what they did to Suicide Squad. <laughs> I, so I, uh, it was my favorite comic. One really? Of them. Oh, brutal. Partial spoiler. I'm not, I'm not going to spoil any, anything from the movie, but if you don't want to hear anything about the movie, then you're not going to want to hear what I have to say, my, my critique of it. Uh, so you've been warned. Thank you for muting your I didn't really enjoy it. I, I, I'll say this. I laughed a lot. Um, but I think I realized Laughable. something. James Gunn doesn't have the magic. He's Kevin Feige does. No. And James Gunn has some good ideas that when put through the Marvel Studios filter make an, made an excellent movie. But I was really confused as, as to why they did Suicide Squad, this one, the way they did. Now, apparently it's getting rave reviews. They did it. They redeemed themselves. I'm like, no, they didn't. No, no they didn't. Nah. Was uh, Le- Jared Leto in that? And then no. okay, he he was apparently didn't take that one very seriously. Was I'm really he be banned really from ever playing the Joker yeah, ever. I'm good. really 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 mad about something in Suicide Squad. As soon as this one thing happened, I almost turned it off. Why wow. would you say that? Yeah, is this new? The new? Yeah, it just came out. Um, uh, came out like what is it? Like yeah, this morning, like midnight. Oh, yeah. Um, Wait, you already you saw it? You were watching it. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. Dude, I it's funny because I like took my headphones off and put my fingers in my ears. But I was like, wait a minute. Because I hate having things spoiled. But I was like, I'm never going to watch this. Wait a second. My, I, was, I was like, the wheels on the bus go round and round, <laughs> round and round. As Tim's going on about Suicide Squad. Yeah, I don't I, anyway. I, 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 I don't want to say it's too soon to say spoilers. I can't even talk about spoilers. It's too soon. Mm-hmm. It literally just came out. So I'll have to wait. You, you advise people to go see it? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it, it would, I, I definitely think you really have a fun time. Go to the movies, grab some popcorn, and sit back. The first one? <laughs> yeah. I, okay, Spoiled. I was amped for that movie. I bought, it was sold out 
uh, so I had bought like three different showings of it. I got <laughs> an outfit for it because I, I like love Suicide Squad. I love anything involving the Joker. And so I was amped. And then I went and saw it and I was just like me and like five other people that were random people that were in the theater were screaming yeah. at it. Like, <laughs> And I hate that guy. I hate the person <laughs> so who sorry. screams at the movie theater. But we were like throwing our popcorn and yelling. It's that bad. It was that it bad. Was Who's bad. your favorite Joker? It was pretty bad. Um, Joaquin Phoenix. Really? But I'm mad you liked him more than he Ledger. Likes Peter. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> you, so you liked him more than Heath Ledger? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, definitely. What about and you? I didn't that think it was really possible. Ma- dude, when I, when I, I, I watched. I definitely enjoyed it, it but it's, it's tough for me. I when know. I watched Joker, hmm. that last scene where he's sitting there and he's talking to, you know, what's his that Murray? And he, that's, and Murray. he goes, I'm the Joker, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm like on the edge of my seat and I'm shaking, like watching it. Like, I, like my heart was racing. I was like, this is amazing. And it's it like, was well done. It was for, for a sure. for a super villain, and it was not your typical super super villain. I was just like the ending blew me out of my seat. My dude. problem I went and with saw it, it twice in a row. Joker. The opening night, the yeah. first wow. one. Yeah. My problem with it was that there was no Batman. There was no villain well, in was, that movie. It was called Joker, not Batman. No, bro. Like Batman would have well. been the villain. Does it, does it need well, to be? Well, actually, Batman is in it. I mean, Bruce. Bruce well, there is, is, in is it. a villain. There's Murray. There's uh, right. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Never uh, see it. I don't know. I'd like to see no, Joaquin I, I play like the Joker I mean the, in yes. a Batman movie. The, I, well, they're they're doing that. Would be cool. I agree. In the Flash, Michael Keaton's coming back. I guess. Wow. Yeah, Michael Keaton's going to be playing Bla- Batman in the Flash movie, which is awesome. Michael Keaton, by the way, also I think the best Marvel villain. To be completely honest, Adrian Toomes. Did you guys see? Uh, yeah, he was good. Homecoming. No. It was one of the best villains I've seen in any of the Marvel movies. He's so realistic. A working class guy hmm. doing cleanup. On a contract, he already bought the gear, and then the, the the government comes in and says, "You're out." And he's like, "Come on, guys! Like, we we already bought the equipment. Like, we got to pay this off. I got people to feed." And they're like, "So what?" And so he gets screwed over by the government, and he becomes this like, "I'm going to take whatever I have to take." Kind of villain. It was good. It was good. Yeah, anyway, the new Joker is based off uh, Bernie Getz. Did you guys yeah, know, that? know that? Who is really? that? I didn't know yeah. that Who until that? recently. Yeah. He was. Um, it was a really big case that the NRA had got involved with. Yeah. Um, he killed, or he shot, I don't remember if he killed them, but he shot some people on the subway and was basically like, I'm sick of crime. I took it into my own yeah. hands. Right. He was yeah. the vigilant, the, the subway vigilante, vigilante guy. Yeah. yeah. So, sung about in uh, We Didn't Start the Fire by, yes. by Billy uh, Joel, Billy Joel yeah. who oh, looks like Michael yeah. Keaton. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> it all comes together, yeah, Ian. He doesn't look like Michael Keaton. I always thought he did. What? Ever since I was a kid. In the 80s, he looked, I thought they looked Maybe. a lot alike. Yeah, that was back when the NRA had guts. Anyway, John Cena. Yeah, right. Yeah, John, John Cena and Suicide Squad, I thought was pretty good. Oh. I was, I was really, I thought it was great. He was, he's funny. He's good. He's good. John Cena's great. Yeah, that was, that was rad. And Idris Elba, pretty good. Uh, but I, I was, I almost turned it off. Margaret Ruby right again? Yes. I mean, she's like the face of the movie, basically. Just, I just, I almost couldn't watch it. I was, so I was angry. Damn. I was like, I can't believe they would do this. But they're making a new alien. They're just abusing these titles now. It's true. Yeah. Man. Well, how about we go to super chats? Yes. Super chats. If you haven't already, give us a super chat. Smash that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Go to timcast.com. Become a member. We've got uh, some new shows in the works. Hopefully soon. Um, Oh, so you know, like uh, the mystery show. I got so much to tell you, Cassandra. Yeah, we got a ton of stuff uh, being done. We've got people, tons of people working on it. We've had a bunch of really great stories. And uh, for those that are listening, it is coming. The branding is is we're working on the artwork, and I think you'll get a kick out of the the vibes we're going for. So anyway, let's read some of these super chats. 
Matthew Hammond says Cassandra is the best and needs her Whoa. own TimCast.com show. Please yes. make this happen, Tim. Her I, typed words are not enough. I hate being on camera, and I only agreed to this because Tim said that I could bully PETA. <laughs> I didn't, and that she could bully me. I'm just me. kidding. We I didn't say Cassandra. it like that. I was like, Cassandra, would you like to come on the show Friday? And she goes, can I talk about PETA? And I was like, of course. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Did we like finish talking about PETA? Did, was there more you were going to tell oh, us? I, I could talk about them all night. Yeah, you were really good. I'm surprised you don't like being on camera. Their, uh, on, their lawyer, Jared Seriously. Goodman, he... Uh, He's my mortal enemy now. So. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> I got I to gotta, I read this one. Jurassic Josh says, Alex Jones, quote, human-animal hybrids are real, mainstream media, while hiding the rat with a baby's scalp. Nah, bro, are you crazy? Yeah. They actually call them chimeras. Well, they, aren't they growing human organs in pigs? Probably. I, I heard about I've that. that. Sure. I heard For about transplants. that. They ruled against it. Democrats did, remember? Oh, yeah. So they got to do right. it offshore right. or something. Sure no. They got to pay a company to do it for them. Do you guys ever watch the Island, Isle of Dr. Moreau? Oh, God. No. Do you imagine yeah. just like a facility full of like weird like animal oh, people? There's, I watched some kind of like conspiracy documentary that claimed that there's something like that in the U.S. once, and I was really, really into it, but this was years ago, and I can't remember what it was. But it was interesting just in like the weird, like, I mean, you watch it thinking like this isn't probably isn't true, sure, but it's interesting to watch. Right? Um, yeah, they were claiming that there were like goat people and stuff. Now I'm like, well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. Jesse Meek says, "Love your show. Can't catch it live often. Shout out to your entire crew. You all never fail to impress, especially you, Lydia. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I can't help your Twitter ratings. I do not social media." Shout Thank out you. to Liberty Doll, also, please. I understand. Don't do so, don't do social media. Nan uh, Najma says, in California, if a woman is murdered while she's pregnant, it's considered a double homicide, right. no matter how That's far right. along she is. Wow, is that true in California? Right. Yeah. That is correct. Wow. I will look this up. But yeah, I remember hearing correct. that. Um, cause I was listening to something from Rand Paul and he said, you know, he was an OBGYN, life begins at conception. Mm-hmm. And then someone mentioned to, someone argued with it saying it's not true. And they were like, in California, it's a double homicide. How can they justify that being true? But then argue the inverse when it comes to abortion. It's like, you can't have it both ways. Great question. You know, no, that, that, actually that would have been a good point to ask Vosh when he was here. Cause he said, he was asked when, when does he think life begins? And he says, I don't know, birth maybe. Birth. It's like, okay, well then do you think California should repeal its law about double homicide? That's, you know, the case. Drummerette says, I was born at 23 weeks. Knowing they're doing abortions after that time frame is sickening to me. Wow. Wow. But they're doing them at all. Good for you. You made it. (laughs) Some of these I can't read, but I I, I love the righteous indignation. (laughs) Good. Oh, I'm glad people are fired up about this. Yeah. That's right. And you know what? If you're fired up about this, please don't limit it to a super chat. Yes. Go, you know, go out there and tell people about this. Talk about this. Go talk to people. Organize. Um, call your call your your your, your Congress people, yep. your senators. Make those phone calls, man. Because I, I'll tell you this: people don't realize that stuff works. Mm-hmm. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine you you look. These people are trying to figure out what gets them elected. Yep. And if and if they're, someone's fired up, cowards. It's like what was it? Was it Family Guy where they're like, we received seven phone calls complaining about last night. <laughs> yes, that means so seven billion guys. people are upset. I love Family. Well, but that's 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 how they work. Like if if, if a congressperson gets like fifty phone calls, they're going to be like, this Whoa. is this is lighting people up. This is crazy. Yeah, exactly. And so Congress people are, in some sense, easy to control for the same reason that the American people are easy to control. 
No one cultivates virtue. They take the path of least resistance. Whatever they have to do to preserve their status quo is something they're going to be willing to do. So if they feel that their political career is contingent upon them opposing the dismemberment of unborn children and humans being used for scientific research, then they might just be against it. So please write your letters. Unless you're addicted to losing, do something about this. I I would like to uh, issue a legitimate apology to people who are upset by hearing everything we talk about but just i hope you understand that we need to talk about it archangel 762 says thanks tim i was in a good mood until i heard this but more people should know this is happening that's 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 the reality Mm -hmm. you know it's it's like do we do we only talk about candy canes and Mm -hmm. rainbows and movies or are we like the front line talking about some of the the darkest things so that people can go watch movies and not have to worry about it you have to do well well, they do have to worry about it well here's the thing Uh, we talk about political issues all the time it's culture and politics and we also talk about some pretty serious issues and we're we're able to make light of it or, or joke about it sometimes make it entertaining but there are some things that are so serious you can't really joke about them you can't make it funny it's just going to bring everybody's mood down but we still got to talk about that stuff dark days man yeah. Max says it's convenience man will sell his soul to make life a little less hard yes how many people complain yeah, about amazon right and left alike but they're dropping that stimulus check on new shoes shipped right to their door oh, yep that is a fact true yeah it's 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 difficult to source all of these things you know it's like how much time do we have in the day it's mm-hmm. it's amazon's made it so easy they're siphoning off resources the greatest wealth transfer in history you, you, did you hear what bezos said when he came back from space and he's like yeah. thanks you paid for it uh-huh. well, he, and it's wow. it, you know why we paid for it because everybody's small business got shut down because of these ridiculous True. lockdowns and so we weren't able to patronize people in our neighborhoods who had built businesses up from scratch and contributed to our community so we had to buy it from you that's why we paid for it Thank you, Mr. Bezos. Or I should say, you're welcome. <laughs> Atree Broker says, I work on farms every day. There is no such thing as factory farms, the made-up lefty definition. If you'd like to talk about it, hit me up. All right. Well, uh, I'm, whatever you want to call it, I have seen the farms yeah. where the conditions are horrible, <laughs> and I've seen the farms where the conditions are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I can drive around this area, and every single farm is beautiful, like a fairy tale. No joke. It's like so much fun. One of them has like llamas. Yeah. You, why haven't we gone, bro? Yeah. You never took me to llama farm. Why don't we go? How many to, times why? I've been here, you never took me to llama farm. You can farm. pet the llamas. Oh, cool. <gasps> no joke. Bro, the llamas are chilling. I'm just mad at you now. They but spit. This, yeah, I was. I was worried about They're that. So great. But you can pull right up, and it's like it's like five <laughs> bucks, and they walk up to the llamas because they know people love llamas oh, so much. Right. Think about that for a farm. They're like people want to see this so much, they'll pay us just to stand here. Mm. But then look at some of these other farms where it's all dirt and mud and they're loaded up and it's like, call that whatever you want to call it. But no one's going to be going there to, to, to pet the muddy, diseased animals. Oh, how sad. It's, yeah, it's actually feces really sad. And blood. There'll be pools of feces and blood, giant pools of it outside where they like wash everything off with a hose and it just soaks into the ground rot water and contaminates. And they won't let drones fly overhead to take pictures. This Absolute the, disgust. This is the amazing thing about the farms I went to in California where the cows could do whatever they wanted. Because I was like, do you milk them? And he's like, oh, they go in the machine. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, because it, it, it's too much milk. It hurts them. So they, yeah, they like go in the machine and the machine just, you know, gets the milk out for them. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, they love it. And all the cows were like jumping up and down. They were happy. They were like Aww. hanging out and having friends. And I was like, wow. In New Zealand, it was like that too. Cute. I drove from Auckland to Wellington, New Zealand. There's just cows and sheep everywhere. And they're, 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 they're just happy as can be, man. It's good stuff. All right. Fiery Shark says, my grandfather worked at a slaughterhouse in the 90s. He killed 500 pigs a day. And let's just say the, the, the stun stick used, to knock, un, uh, used to knock unconscious was never used because too slow. 
He would all, uh, he would have been fired. It's sad. That is really sad. I'm going to go curl up in a ball and have a good cry after this. Yeah, this is a tough episode. Wow. Jeez. All right. Ian Crossland on Twitter on uh, Super Chat says, "Tim, can you talk? Can you ask Ian to talk about graphene more?" <laughs> it's a username, Ian Dude, Crossland. Like, it's I your did picture. see Ian like <laughs> graphene what is was, a what mono. Was the joke? Yesterday, uh, we I were, called him Graphene. No, you his own podcast. You said yeah. that uh, he he replaced something with graphene. What was that? Oh, oh, we have footage of that. We were improvising. <laughs> we we brought something up about graphene. I think we were like doing a fake Timcast episode and. Oh man! And Seamus was Ian. pretending to be Ian, and then said something about like, about graphene, dude. I don't remember. We we're talking about fluoride, and he's like, "Replace the re- well, replace like, yeah, replace. We need to replace the fluoride with graphene. Yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> graphene tattoos. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I'll definitely talk about graphene more. Thanks for the super chat. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Ian. Yeah, Ian yeah. had nothing to do with that. That's right. That's What's funny, funny is because I, I, dude, why I, I've like simple this. gags like that get me? Just like someone <laughs> making funny. a fake Ian account to be like Seamus. Sorry, keep going, Tim. Like we need a meme of Ian snorting graphene. Oh my god! Don't do that. Yeah. Oh, please don't do that. Oh, my gosh. No. All right. The Raptors Talon says, Mr. Freedom Tunes. Yes. Ian was simply saying that the article had loaded language in it. Mm-hmm. Ian, please be more careful about what you call propaganda. It's difficult enough to listen right. to this episode. We don't need an argument about loaded language. Yeah, I'll use. I thought the language was fine. I'll use extreme um, examples sometimes to make my point, and it can evoke an emotional response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I was fine with the language. Whoa. PRCE5 says, years ago, Marcus, Marcus Luttrell, the Navy SEAL, the, lo, that lone survivor is about, chased people who killed his dog 100 miles an hour. Check out the 911 call. Crazy. Wow. Good for him, John Wick. Man. Yeah. John Wick. That's why it's a good movie. You know why? Because I, I understood. Totally identify with that. Totally understood. 100%. That little dog. Yeah. And he's just like, I know I have to I kill every single person. I keep thinking about person. Bucko, man. Dare you. Like, don't yeah, they're property, cat. but they're dudes. They're like people. They have personalities. I wouldn't say yeah. they're people, but they do have personalities. In right some countries, that. actually yeah. say that elephants are people. That's they give them like, and, and dolphins because they're so smart. They give them yeah. personal. Personal. Bucko hangs out. He's a, he's crazy. a cat, and so like we'll, like we were all chilling in the living room with like the movie on, and he comes in and he's jumps up on a chair, and he's like sitting best. in a chair, and everybody and. You know, he's doing his thing. Hey, Tim. If he was bigger than me, he'd definitely be in Remember yesterday when I said I was going to control? Pr- when you said what? Well, that's true. If the cat is bigger than you, that cat, I mean, look at tigers, you know? <laughs> oh, Sometimes yeah. they go missing. Yeah, um, bro, Tim, I told you yesterday that I was going to I was gonna wear a suit, and then it was going to be my podcast, because I was the one wearing a suit. It looks yeah. great. It's red, white, and blue. This is a blue. coup. This is a coup. <laughs> a coup. That's the whole Sheamus, reason I Sheamus brought this cast suit. IRL? Yeah, exactly. This is Jameis cast IRL. I want everyone at home to know. I'm going to tell everyone to start calling you James. Jameis? Dude, then it'll just be Jimcast IRL. <laughs> Bro, why am I not reading the joke. super chats? I uh, this yeah, is my podcast heck? now. I want to thank yeah. uh, I want to thank Tim for coming by. And Jim Cast. <laughs> he just came. By, so can yeah. we call you Shim for short? Shimcast Shim Shim IRL. Shim. Shimmy no. Sham. Seamus. Seamus is Gaelic for James. That's right. Yeah. And then what's James like British? Uh, James is a British version of Jacob, How which dare means supplanter oh, or wow. he who sure. grabs at the Look heel. At that. Yes. Supplanting. So if that, if, and if, 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 if no man has to omen, that means I replace you, bro. If right. James is Jim, then Seamus is Shim. That's right. Shim Sham Coglin is what they call me. <laughs> so they call me Shem on the south side. You know what they really call me on the south side? Afraid. I, was oh. I don't go there often. <laughs> nice. All right. Let's see. Little Tails Farm says, Tim, when our black I am Simani chickens, we just got start laying eggs. I'll send you some. They are highly sought after and beautiful. P.S. Thanks for the idea. Chicken City. We're yes. filming building ours now. Oh, Good for you. We are, we are in construction for the new Chicken City. So That's right. we, we needed a, a better way to get the cameras in. And so it was going to take really long cables. And we were like, we need to move this to better have the, like to have the layout better. 
And, uh, so now there's also a dog on the property too, which is gonna, it's basically all the, all the critters are gone. And we are, we are also incubating some of the babies. If you want to send eggs, what about some fertilized ones that we can put in the incubator and then make more chickens? Yeah, we're growing them. That's right. Got the incubator going and the Yeah, Tim showed me he has a flashlight, special like egg flashlight. You put the egg on the flashlight and you can see like the blood vessels inside the egg. Yeah, you can see the chicken actually doing chicken stuff. Oh wow. Inside the egg, it's so cool. Yep. All right, let's see what we got. Eric Britt says, PETA kills animals on a regular basis, claiming that they are saving them. Look it up. Are they doing PETAKillsAnimals.com yeah. for more on that. <laughs> wow. Are they doing anything good for animal rights? No. Like, what is the problem? What happened? They used to be, right? No. I think that it's did. always been a cash grab. See, when they take these animals, anytime that an animal is seized under the Endangered Species Act, the government will pay for their care. They oh. basically pay child support and so welfare. And so all of this, it's all about money. I don't believe that they are actually genuinely doing anything other than trying to get teenage girls to do naked huh. stunts for their... Yeah, for isn't their, that disgusting? I hate PETA. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I, I noticed that too. They, they've also, you know, they've also done like a lot of anti-Catholic stuff too. I know they try to get real edgy by like having naked women in their ads in bashing the church it's like whoa you're so contrarian uh they, uh, they're they're, they're horrible no, for so I, many yeah reasons. i can't think of anything good that they've done i mean maybe letting people see what happens to like baby chicks yeah. um you know they've released some footage of that but i don't even think that they're the ones that got it i think they just steal it from other people like uh you know there was uh phil up in canada who blew the whistle on marine land mm. and he was a, a a walrus trainer and he did all these amazing things and then when marine land came after him and started you know the lawsuits PETA was nowhere to be found they were fundraising off his name and then they did not help at all with his legal fees or anything like that and they're still fundraising using marine land's name and um, they're just terrible. I hate them. I, I don't like to say that Tell I hate them. Tell us what you things. really feel. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Cassandra. I mean, I honestly, I, their vice president blocked me on Twitter today. Yeah, I've been on a crusade and it's not ending ever. You guys know how I am when people like hurt my friends. These guys went after my friends and now it's war. We got, we got a, a super chat for you. Bro Skadoodle says, Cassandra, have you ever watched the Penn and Teller's BS episode on PETA? Yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, I think it was on YouTube if people want to go watch it. Yeah. Highly recommend. It's great. The whole BS, can't say it obviously, bullish, amazing show yeah. by, by Penn and Teller. Teller However, oh they did mention that, that the show is very loaded. Yeah. So the episode on PETA was good. You can factor this stuff, but they, it's a loaded show, so you got to you got to make sure you keep that watchful eye. I mean, the eye. things that they say are true, though. No, for sure. I I mean, these are all facts that you can go if you go to petakillsanimals.com, They have all the documents from the Virginia inspectors. They have they have you know a plethora of information that you can go dig through yourself. It's not like opinion pieces. Like they have the documents, they have the photos. Uh, I highly recommend going and looking at it. I really think you'd be great if you did a podcast. I know you said you don't like being on camera. And I don't want to pressure you. I'm just telling you. I think you'd do great. No, I ramble. I've been rambling this You've whole show. Well, I get but, so but nervous. Great. She is going to contribute to our new Mysteries podcast. That's right. Oh, cool. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have it. a lot, a lot of stuff. It's going to be fun. We're actually planning on hiring uh, an additional writer. So we've got Shane Cashman. He does at once a week these He's these awesome. these long form stories. They're really good stuff. It's really good stuff. Great. Exploring these ideas and like checking out these weird spooky mysteries. And then we're going to add articles to the show, which are like 
less well short form news so like when there's a ufo sighting or a government report or like there was a bigfoot sighting recently do you guys see this no no is it in west virginia i don't i don't know but we have, i think we have bigfoot hunters all right i forget to wear my shirt one day and go outside and all of a sudden right. it's bigfoot sighting it's extremely i don't believe it's a really a photo of bigfoot sure. but apparently so it's like we're gonna have someone writing about the, the 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 unexplained and you know these these fun stories we're very skeptical it's a very academic approach to things but it's fun to be like i wonder what what is that because are you not, skeptical not of bigfoot knowing. Bigfoot, I do not believe oh, exists. I bet there yeah, used to be that. giant hominids like, uh, what was it, um, Denisovans? Denisovans of her. Yeah, but, there, but that they're extinct. There's a, a Bigfoot um, group that actually meets in our neighborhood. Oh, right. <laughs> yes, yeah. of course there is. And there's, <laughs> you know, there's people who swear that there's a juvenile Bigfoot that live around our We've been talking about ca- the underground caves on Earth, like, that we don't really know much about. And there could be lots of life that has or, been living or, underground. What if they have the, the ability to phase through solid matter? And yeah. that's why we don't see them, because as soon as they that's notice m- they're there, they just slink z- down that, underground by phasing yep. through matter. That's more, real, more realistic than yeah. that. Yeah. My, uh, yeah. my community yeah. is so wholesome that this woman got lost while she was walking her dog. And she was fine. She just took a wrong turn and it was dark out. Nobody could find her. But people had posted in our neighborhood group being like, hey, this woman's missing. We need to go find her. And everybody went looking for her. And nobody would even entertain the possibility that she had been hurt by a human or kidnapped or something. Everybody was just convinced that if she had been taken, it was by Bigfoot. Definitely. <laughs> and I was like, I love my neighborhood. Well, but no, but <laughs> but why it. would anyone in your neighborhood hurt somebody right we have so no there, crime there. There, right there's like yeah. there's no way she got hurt it had to have been bigfoot of course yeah and everybody was earnestly like you know if it was a, it would have had to have been a Big creature face. that was very tall and had hum- arms like a human but not a human because duh <laughs> and uh, it was yeah. just like so cute i, I will it. I, I will say though people got people got at the range got really mad because during the search mm-hmm. they were walking sweeping through the forest yeah and people were actively shooting. There's a range on the mountain. Wow, what? And they were like, what are you doing? Can't you hear what's going on? You can't walk this way. It's it's so dangerous. But, you know, they weren't really paying attention. Yeah. All right. Christopher Coulter says, morally indefensible acts remain indefensible despite the scientific value. And yeah. there is a perverse incentive structure inherent to the argument, even if the scientists have no direct involvement in the abortion of the child. Amen, brother. Yep. That's a really, really good point. Jeez, perverse science. Man, yeah. what a debate. Well, this is why we need philosophy, and there's so many scientists who scoff at this, too. I've, I've heard people um, who are very popular, I won't name names, but who consider themselves activists for science. And they'll say, well, science gets you real results, and philosophy's stupid. It's like, all right, what year is it? Yeah. You know, it's 2021. We still don't have a, a perfectly completed science of diet, frankly. People <laughs> still argue for what we should be eating, but we've been able to create bombs using the scientific method that have killed 200,000 people with one drop, right? In Hiroshima and Nagasaki, I should say two drops. My point is, science is an incredibly powerful tool, but it needs to be constrained by ethics, mm-hmm. which here's a, is philosophy. Here's a good one. Paul Thongkam says, there's an episode of Stargate SG-1 where there's people living in a dome on a polluted planet. The dome was shrinking. The computer AI solution was to send people outside the dome to die and erase the memory of that person from oh, citizen memory. I just saw this. It was just on uh, recently, and it's a really good episode. Basically, what happens is, for those aren't familiar with Stargate, there is a portal. It's called the Stargate, oh. and they're exploring a network of addresses they have to all these different planets. They go to one, and they send uh, uh, it's this, this machine, like the drone, and then they see the whole planet. It's like the atmosphere is totally toxic. You'll die. And then they drive forward, and it enters this weird force field where... Everything's normal looking trees and buildings. And they're like, whoa. So they put on suits, they go and they find the city of about 1700 people. And they're like, yeah, we're the last survivors on this planet. How did you get here? 
and there's a council with four people on it. And they are trying to discuss, you know, about, you know, saving lives or something. We got to get you out of here. And then the next day, the council only has three people. And they're like, what happened to the lady? And they're like, what lady? And like the fourth person. They're like, there was no fourth person. There's never been a fourth person. They wore this thing called the link, which connected their brains to the central AI. And what they thought, they thought it was giving them access to the summation of their knowledge. And then eventually they end up discovering that the, the force field is shrinking because the power, it's, it's running out. And the, the city used to have 100,000 people in it, and it had been, been diminished. And what, there was one guy, and he, he, they, they go to his house, and he's got a wife. And the wife is helping one of the, one of the characters decipher like old, old texts. And then all of a sudden, one day the woman gets up and then walks straight outside the force field and just dies. Huh. And you don't see what happens. She just walks out. And then when they go to the husband, they're like, what happened to your wife? And he goes, I, I don't have a wife. I've never been married. And so the AI was like, to prevent chaos and rioting and panic, just erase using the link into people's minds to erase their memory of the people. One by one, they're just disappearing. They wouldn't be able to find a solution because they didn't know there was a problem. And that's a really, I think, a really good point about AI, too, is that the AI is like, this is going to allow them to survive as long as possible. But with human ingenuity, perhaps if they knew there was a problem, they could have fixed their energy crisis, but the machine didn't care. It's just serving its purpose. I mean, unfortunately, this is what happens with a lot of totalitarian leaders. They say things like, well, I will improve the human condition for everyone if I just kill this handful of people. And then it ends up spiraling out of control, and it's more than a handful of people. But you don't need some dystopian artificial intelligence to get you there. We've seen it before. Yeah, social media censorship. If you don't know there's a problem, how are you going to fix it? Mm. You censor the problem away, then it's going to fester. Well, but I mean, even prior to, I'm talking even prior to social media, people are, people in control are very good at masquerading their homicidal lust for a concern for humanity. Oh, well, we'll actually help people by doing this. Ja B says, Cassandra, will you, will you please do a video on the Highgate Cemetery slash vampire? I'm fascinated by it. Possibly. What is what is that? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not actually sure. I know that I've heard the name, hmm. but I am blanking. Let's look it up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Presley says, Tim, so you weren't one of us kids that had walkie talkies in the late 80s? Uh, in the late 80s, I was three. I had walkie talkies. Three, three years old. Ian, why you got to flex like that, bro? What's up? Why you got to flex? From the seventies, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. I, all, every time I hear Ian is forty, I don't believe it. Holla back right? at you. Yeah, I, I used no to have a Ricky Data Roper backpack. Goonies for life. Was we, up? We, we had walkie talkies in the nineties. Yeah, I had, walk, I had yeah, walkie I had talkies walk. as a kid in like the nineties, early two thousands, bro. We had a we had a we had a I had a rotary phone when I was growing up. Yeah, me too. Dude, remember how cool you thought a walkie talkie was, and now you can Facetime people, and it's like, eh. Right. It's, there's yeah. no novelty anymore. Anywhere on the world, you can uh, walkie-talkie anyone anywhere. Dude, it's like playing with cheat face. codes. It's That's so, so true. Yeah, I yeah. tried to get my daughter walkie-talkies because I was like, oh, you can like talk to your friend. She's just down the street. She's like, I'll just Skype her. <laughs> like, I can literally just, you know what? I can see her face and have an be fuzzy. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I think it's funny that when you watch movies like um, uh, Demolition Man, mm-hmm. they, they really thought back in the 80s and early 90s that the future would be pay phones with like cameras so you could see people. Nope. Or like they would go to their wall and press the button and, the, and the, they would see it's like a video phone was the idea. And then we did make it, but nobody predicted that we'd have computers in our pockets. You know, it's ironic. It would actually probably be better for humanity if our interface technology for looking at someone else's face when they're far away from us was a kind of payphone structure because we wouldn't have this thing in our pocket all the oh, time nice. distracting us from everything. What what was it? What, there's this show, maybe it's Black Mirror, where like probably people got banned from society. So when you saw them, you just saw like yes. a silhouette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's disturbing. 
They're muted. And, and, yeah, they're muted. You could block people block, in real life. Block mirror, yeah. But that's kind of dumb because what if they're nuts and they're going to attack you? <laughs> right. You know? Right. You, you need Too to, bad. like, You simply hit undo. Them. Yeah. But you don't know if, like, you can't see them. You just hit edit undo after they stab you. You're good. That's right. Oh, You're yeah. like something. Got it's all me. a simulation anyway. Stabbed. What oh, man. I'm all not right. going to lie to you. There have been times when I've been drawing on paper and I make a mistake and for half a second, I think, to click undo. <gasps> oh, no. If you could Jeez. develop precognition and see five seconds into the future, would you? No. Really? Yeah. No. What about you, Cassandra? I don't think so. Wait, what was that? If you could develop precognition and have the ability to see five seconds into the future, would you? Yes. I would, Why? too. No. Because you'd be able to predict. Have you ever seen the, the movie Next? No. No. This is really so. It's it's Nicholas Cage. It? Oh, I have seen this. I think it's a great movie. I think yeah. it's really it's fun. Um, he can he can see a certain amount of time into the future, so he's he, he's able to make these moves like perfectly. But there's one scene. It's brilliant where he's looking for someone in a room in this in, in, an, in an industrial setting, and then you see him walk forward, and then all of a sudden, four versions of him walk out in each different direction. Because what he's doing is he he he's walking forward, and then using his precognition. Looking at what happens if he walks forward and turns left, walks forward, turns right, walks forward, goes forward again, turns left. And so he's seeing everything all at once. And then he goes, they're there in the back of the left room. And then he just instantly knows because he can see. It's not just about seeing the future. It's about seeing the future of all the different possibilities of the actions you might take. Uh, but what did we never just talk about fight. earlier? You get cheat codes. Things are boring. Yeah. Yeah, like the world, we have the cheat codes. Now we just still need to beat the game, but it's boring because we have all the cheat codes. But it's like, no, you still got to beat it. You still got to play it through with the cheat codes. I mean, maybe, you know, I'd, I'd be down. It'd be fun. You know, you'd, you'd go skateboarding. You'd never get hurt ever again. You'd Is it fun like, to skateboard okay, if there's I'm no gonna, risk? Yes. Oh, you question. don't think that adds to the thrill at all? It, a little bit. But it would be great because you'd be like, I want to try the craziest trick. And then you see the future I'll of you succeed, falling and breaking yeah. your leg. I'm like, I won't try that one. Oh, I won't do that. Yeah. You still got to get the skills to be able to do the trick. You can't just pretend. You can't just jump on a rail if you've never skated before. You gotta get good. But then, okay, so here's the thing. What if there are things which are inherently risky and if you do them enough to get good, you have to get hurt at some point, but you never allow yourself to get hurt because of the precognition, so you and never get good. you've got weak mental fortitude. So you never get good. Oh, interesting. You have a weak yeah. mind. The fear of the risk prevents yeah. you from taking but, but it. But what if, but what if you don't know? What if you don't, so like, what if, alright, let's say it is just, it's, it's a fact that in order to get good at skateboarding, you have to hurt yourself X you number do. of times. Yeah. It happens. But you have this precognition. And you avoid anything that's going to hurt you because you think there's a way of getting good without getting hurt. It's very, it's yeah. very, very simple. Then you have a weak mind. Mm. I go, I go skating. Know? I go skating every day, and I know I'm going to fall. And mm-hmm. I fell several times today. Mm-hmm. Granted, but, I've been rollerblading more than skateboarding recently. Sure, but you you get out there and you skate. But before you fall, you don't know that you're any more likely to fall than you were at any other time when you get on your skateboard, right? It just happens unexpectedly. I think if you expect it, it makes you less likely to do it. No, you expect to fall. That's how you but don't you don't hurt. know for sure you're going to fall. Like if you could see five seconds into the future and you knew you were going to fall off your skateboard this time, you might be less likely to do it. Well, it depends because a, a, a bail isn't a slam. Hmm. Okay. Sometimes you slam and slamming messes you up and takes you out. Mm. Bailing is Actual normal. Bailing fall. is the you can get hurt a little bit. Bailing is when you choose to bail off of the trick, and slamming yeah. is when you unexpectedly get hurt. I think that's an interesting. So getting, point. I, I got to be honest, getting hurt less, you'd become way better. You make a good point, though, Seamus, because sometimes mistakes are what make us better. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And and so like saying the wrong thing to someone that upsets them mm-hmm. in the short term might hurt, but mm-hmm. make you both stronger people afterwards. And, yeah. Luke Keller says, Tim, the guy who said that the term factory farms is a fake made up word used by MSM to destroy farmers is correct. 
The vast majority of farms are family owned and operated. 99% of beef cattle are owned by family farms. It's why we are most under assault. It sounds like a psyop. What is this? Is this insane world? I'm not, I, I didn't say that they were, that factory farms were the overwhelming majority. Oh, right. I didn't say that most farms are factory farms. I said there are farms that are mistreating animals. Right. It happens. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the, all the farms out here, they're so beautiful. So, it's so, so much beautiful. fun when you go, like I went to one farm and they had this big pen and they had like a hundred chickens and it was hilarious. Just watching them all do. There was a, there was a young rooster. It was tiny, and he was like smack talking and like strutting around. And I'm like, look at this pathetic little thing. It's hilarious. And then you walk over, and the goats are jumping off stuff. And you oh, know, it's hilarious. Dude, you have a rooster that talks some smack on the compound. He does. Yes, yeah. we didn't know he had a rooster he's too. We thought he was a chick. He's just constantly screaming. He all doesn't. The time. He goes. Mah! He doesn't have the, the spikes the on his feet. It's really interesting. So the the farmer thought it was a, a, a hen, a baby, a, a, a female. And so we weren't expecting it a rooster, and then all of a sudden started becoming a rooster and going, Argh! and we were like, "What was that, Tim? Magic. I think we should just eat it." But there's no foot spikes, <laughs> you know, like the roosters have. I'll still like eat the, it. It's fine with me. No, I guess you don't eat rooster because no. it's like yeah, they're tough and yeah. But here's the tough thing: stringy, but yeah. he, there has to be something. All right, I'm just saying your rooster's broken. He screams all day long. It's not just in the morning when the sun comes up. <laughs> that's He's a just, myth, bro. Every couple minutes, every chickens. Couple, that's that's what roosters. Do, do, do. Are roosters they just they just scream all the time? Yes. I'm such a city slicker. I didn't know this. That's he just right. sits yeah. there and screams all day, but not all that's the right. time. It's so weird. Sometimes it's he a just threat. This dude's just been screaming all the time. Warning predators. He's just talking smack. Well, he warned me. I'm scared of him. I'm really, I'm really glad too because uh, roosters will sacrifice themselves to protect the the ladies. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny when we let them out into the garden to do their daily, you know, chicken business. He won't eat. He'll just like stand there watching as all the ladies are eating and enjoying themselves. Yeah. I like him now. You know, um, imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine a world where the women are safe and comfortable and they're all, you know, happily going around eating all our little zucchinis because there is a big strong rooster who's like, I will forego eating for now to make sure you can all eat safely. I love great. it. Uh, would that impose any sort of role on the women? Because then that's not okay. Chicken patriarchy. Exactly. I love it, it. You can get right up in his face and he'll still scream at you. But yeah, it's real weird. Sure. Like his eyes are still, he'll be looking at you and he's <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love that. Like a foot away. So we know Ian has gotten in the rooster's face. (laughs) I I I know that you've gotten like close. Yeah, I got. I was like eye contact. You know. Yeah. And then he got pecked, and he's like, "I wish I." There was a cage between us. I love him, but he's moving. We're moving the roosters outside of my room. Oh gosh. So I may want to murder that thing at some point. I don't know. You will. Yeah. No, you're certainly going to want to murder. He's loud. Four a.m. Sometimes. Maybe you should stop waking up at seven p.m. I do keep weird hours. That's also true. Yeah, yeah the weird hours yeah. thing. We've had like guests who are really excited. Like, I really want to meet Ian. I'm so excited. He's sleeping. Too bad. Oh. And they're like, but I got to leave at like six. Like, oh, I'm going to sleep. Oh, that's <laughs> sad. Yeah, I'll have to meet him next time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a fabulous Friday night. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks it's for been watching. A whole Tim lot of fun. Um, you can follow the show at TimCast IRL basically everywhere. And you can follow me personally at TimCast. Go to TimCast.com. Become a member. Help support our fierce and independent journalism from people like Cassandra. Amen. Thank you. Do you want to shout anything out? Um, it is not enough to not support PETA. We must be actively anti-PETA. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. There you go. You rock. Thanks for coming, everyone. Ian Crossland, peace and love. I love what you just said. I'm absolutely going to steal it. Let's just pretend it was original when I say it. Um, Shim Sham Coglin. It's Shim Sham Coglin. This has been Shamecast. This has been Shimcast IRL. Shimcast. I want everybody to know. It's no, it's, I mean, it's not enough to, to oppose abortion. We have to be actively right. anti-abortion. 
And thank you for watching. I know we got into some dark topics, but it was well worth it. God bless all of you. Please pray the rosary uh, for an end to abortion and do everything that you can. Talk to people about this. If you know someone considering an abortion, be brave. Tell them, you know, uh, that this is an unborn child. Give them the information that they need in order to choose life. I think offer them support. Yes. You know, like be compassionate. Say, yes, I will help you if you have this child, yeah. please. You should, because that is a child. And you, what you're going to do is end their life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my mother used to work in a, a, a like an anti-abortion support clinic where mm-hmm. these people would go if they were thinking about having an abortion. My mom was like, please don't have an abortion. We have these clothes. We have diapers. We have everything you need. And I thought that was wonderful because that was one of the one of the greatest things she did. I'm on on the side of Seamus here. I don't think that anybody should have an abortion ever. Mm-hmm. So if you know somebody who's considering having an abortion, please su- direct them to uh uh, uh, what's it called, Seamus? What's it called? A crisis non- pregnancy a center. Crisis pregnancy center. It's important you. to know that many, many women who have had abortions say that it's because they didn't feel they had any other option. They had no other support. Yes. You have to be that support for That's them. That's right. Send them to a crisis pregnancy they center. They will help them. I will. They I will add. Will. I, I just I can't stand the meme from the left where mm-hmm. they say like conservatives don't you know are pro life oh, until the baby's no. born, and I'm like Do you, I don't think they follow any conservatives because yeah. like. I follow a bunch of conservatives and they're always posting about orphanages and like taking care of kids and adopting and providing support and donating. And I'm like, I, I don't think that's true. I think you just want to believe it's true because it kind of absolves you of some responsibility to blame someone else. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, 100%. It, it's, it's projection. It's projection, right? Because they tend not to care all that much for the groups that they advocate for. I mean, they imagine if the same standards were applied to them. They'll say things like, oh, you're pro-life. How can you be pro-life if you haven't adopted any children? Yeah. All right. Well, like how many refugees have you paid to house actually- as yourself? Uh, none of them do. I know. I actually know many pro-life people who have adopted children. I don't really know left-wing people who have put money on the table to help the marginalized yeah. groups that they claim to advocate for. I know so many uh, conservative people who are very pro-life and have adopted children. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there's Gina Loudon. There's there's all kinds of people who who are doing that. Um, That's true. So yeah, you gotta get out of that propaganda bubble, man. Because you're 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 allowed to have whatever politics you want. So long as you can recognize, like, objective reality, then we all kind of disagree on a lot of things, but at least we can have real conversations about things that we, uh, for this show, nightmarish. But uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave it there. Did you uh, shout out your Twitter I, yet? I didn't. You guys are more than welcome to follow me at Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S, <laughs> on Twitter. I routinely tweet extremely pro-life things. Mm-hmm. That is my hill to die on. So and yeah. that's why, like, tonight's, tonight's show is definitely why that happened, so... Yeah, follow me there. Yeah, myself as well, at Seamus underscore Coglin. I tweet a lot of pro-life stuff. Um, Freedom Tunes is my YouTube channel. And we, check that we, out. we did another yeah. Fauci oh, video. Tim and oh I gosh, did another so Fauci good. cartoon. <laughs> Tim voiced Fauci. It was beautiful. I thought the cartoon came out very well, so check Glorious. that out. And thank you for tuning in to Shimcast IRL. That's right. Thank you guys for being my guest. Tim, I always appreciate when you come on. Thanks. Lydia, you too. Thanks, Seamus. Thanks for having Cassandra, me, Cassandra, I really, yeah, of course. Really Anytime. Anytime, of course. Yeah, guys. Go to TimCast.com, become a member, and we'll see you all. I don't think we're going to have the vlog up tomorrow um, because we're shuffling around. We hired more people because we're trying to make the vlog daily, but mm-hmm. maybe Sunday. So YouTube.com slash castcastle. If you've been missing these episodes, you are really missing out what? because Kent has been doing animations. Oh my gosh. There was this one amazing so one where Ian's like, I'm on the roof and I decided to let down my magnetic force field and then this wolf hominid comes. Dude, it was crazy. And he wants to eat me. And then Ian goes, I was high. I was. Stone as a motherfucker up on the all roof. Right, all right, all right. Yo, Check out the check vlogs, out. man. We'll see you all next time. Bye, guys.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.